The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. I'm Geraldo Rivera, and you're about to witness a live television event. This memo is going to be released. I'm told it will shock the conscience. A massive concrete vault has been discovered. We have not seen the document, but the charges are strong enough to shake public faith. This is an adventure you and I are going to be taking together. We're talking about potential crimes. We're talking about people being charged, going to jail. Before we do that, let me give you just a little background about what we think we may have in here. The biggest political scandal in American history. The most consequential, no question, political scandal in American history. We searched for four months for some connecting link. Remember, why was America created? It was about tax. This, this is a hundred times bigger. After hours of digging, we began to get a sense of being on the verge of a discovery. This is earth-shaking. It's worse than Watergate. It's far bigger than Watergate. More troubling than the underlying crime in Watergate. What's the uh, classic phrase? Fire in the hole! Fire in the hole! We had no real idea what we'd find inside. As it turns out, we haven't found very much. I actually don't think it has any impact on the Russia probe. This memo has, frankly, nothing at all to do with the special counsel. It seems, at least up to now, that we've struck out with the vault. I'm disappointed about that, as I'm sure you are. Wow, as the New Republic put it, quote, it would be easy to compare Nunez's memo to... It's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Coco Beach, Orlando, available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking, critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. It is hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one from Monday. That is Monday, February 5th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events. Uh, we can talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And of course, we'll find many other things to discuss. We always do. So take part of the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. Check that out. That's our website. You can follow me, of course, on Twitter, at Real Jim. And send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it. We may use it on the air. Uh, on the phones, however, long distance, toll free, one 978 1041 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few yes, minutes. Sir. We work off that. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well later in the program. Let's see what we got. We got that bonus round, the closest to the pin right after the news with Mo. We'll do that at about four, followed by Jack's audio file. We've got Monday movie review today with Doug. Uh, Michael is on uh, assignment. He's in a play in the Midwest, and he'll be back with us in a few weeks or so. We've got the regular round, the closest to the pin. Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, is scheduled to come in at about 6. We'll talk about the law, maybe, and a few other things. 
find some drive home music for you, then PPT to wrap things up at the end of the program. Uh, for those of you who are interested, uh, for 50% of the country that has stocks, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which is not an indicator, by the way, of the economy. Don't confuse the Dow Jones Industrial Average with the state of the economy. One, the, it's, it can be an indicator, but it is not the same thing. Be that as it may, if you have stocks, the uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average is now down 780 points. Yeah. So anything that Bless you gained, America. well, you lost it Friday. You lost January on Friday. So now you probably lost all of your December uh, uh, earnings, gains, oh. gains yeah. and uh, half of November today. Oh, crap. Yeah, that's a first world problem. You know, you got electricity, you got running water, you got food on the table. Okay, there you go. That's the way. Who's to blame for this? Obama? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Because when the president, uh, when the stock market, stock market is doing well, of course, the current occupant of the White House Claims he's responsible. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering whether the current occupant of the White House will claim responsibility for this major correction. Well, it seems to oddly match an attack on one of our institutions of law and order in this country. Yep. So let's talk about, uh, we'll get back to that. We'll be all over the place. Uh, uh, the Super Bowl, of course. That's the big what? water cooler oh. conversation today. I they win it. by the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Damn it. Great game. There was no question about what a great uh, Super Bowl it was. Um, so we can talk about that. We can talk about the game. Do you mm. gentlemen have some bets to settle? Yes, indeedy. Doubt it. What do you mean, <laughs> doubt it? <laughs> Pinkman, pay up. What do you owe me? What are the bets? $2. He owes you $1. For? For, uh, what's her name? Didn't show up. Janet Jackson didn't show up. Did I have a piece of you that? You had mo? that. You owe him a dollar as well. No. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Loser. Uh, yeah. Um, and, um. What else did you guys bet? Did you bet on the outcome? Uh, no, it was a 250-yard Brady would go higher yeah. than jerk. Yeah. What, what was this? How much did he pass? Five, How many yards six. did he pass? He uh, passed for five hundred yards. <laughs> All right, well, you owe me two bucks. So you talk about the game. And Jack owes you one. Bit, I mean, no, he owes me one. Conversation about the game is, you know, I mean, that's oh. pretty much over with now. We can talk about the uh, halftime. Uh, I only watched a couple of minutes of it because. Hmm. I mean, it was it was fine, but there were other things I wanted to complete, so I can't really comment about the halftime. I like Justin Timberlake. I didn't, so great. I didn't think what I saw. He was better than Bruno Mars or Prince or Bruce Springsteen, but I'm just saying. Um, yeah, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't comment one way or the other because I didn't see the entire. Uh, mm-hmm. What were you doing? I was reading the paper. During the Super Bowl? At night? During the halftime, yeah. Oh, I had oh, no oh. interest in, <sighs> really little interest in. Okay, nerd. <laughs> Watching him. So, uh, and the commercials. You you have favorites or no? Go no, ahead. the no. I really didn't have any favorites. The only one that bothered me was the uh, Ram truck commercial. Mm. Oh, yeah, we screamed at our invoking house about that MLK. I thought was yeah. uh, I didn't invoke him. They used him. Oh yeah, used his, his voice. voice. Yeah, and uh, I found it unseemly myself. Mm-hmm. Um. There, there are men and women who lost their lives and had their heads cracked open, open because uh, they took a stand of conscience in the fight for civil rights and uh, civil liberties, and uh, and then to to use his comments from a sermon to sell a truck. I just, mm. you know, you it can do, you can little. do, they could, you know, Ram trucks can you do know. as many focus groups as they want. I just don't think it was. I, 
I just don't think it was a very good spot. I think a lot of people reacted the same way that I did. Like, we've gotten to yeah. a point where we're using the words of Martin Luther King Jr. to to try to market a truck. Yeah. And so I, I think it might have been T-Mobile or Verizon, maybe, when they showed all the first responders. You, did you see that one? Not that I can remember. Okay, no. it was first res- uh, salute to first responders, and it was people who were saved by either police or firefighters years later contacting them to thank them. So they had the news clips of their original rescue and then the audio of them thanking these people. And then at the very end, they said, you know, uh, for more on our first responders, go here. And then, you know, there's a little mention of the company at the end. But with the Dodge and the Dodge Ram, they were inserting the truck throughout the MLK speech. Mm -hmm. And it just, it was a little... Over the top and aggressive. A little cheese ball. I oh, think. I thought it, I didn't think it was, I, I thought it was I thought it was vulgar. I mean, if you were a freedom writer back in the late 1950s and early 1960s, uh, who 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 went to the South to uh, to to march and work for equal rights for persons of color in this country, some who were murdered, mm-hmm. some who were severely injured. Uh, men and women who crossed the bridge in Selma, Alabama, and were attacked by police dogs and and fire hoses cannons, and tear right. gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, for those who put their lives on the line, and uh, and if you read the entire sermon, or if you if you check into the the sermon that uh, Ram Trucks used, you will find that the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. was talking about. Uh, um, Essentially, uh, buying things that you don't need. <laughs> That's a Merely little ironic. To keep up with, yeah, it, it, it is know. ironic mm. if you check into the sermon itself. It was a sermon, by and large. I can't forget where. I, I don't know. I just uh, and, and and it wasn't. It didn't take long for me to. I mean, immediately it was like both Catherine and I turned to one another. And said, "Are you really? Yeah, blanking me." Mm. Anyway, so we can talk about that a little bit. What? The Dow Jones is down what? 1,500 points. Stop it. It went from (laughs) 7 to 50. It's down 1,500 points. So the Dow Jones Industrial Average has lost 2,100 points since Friday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a big chunk out of your 401k, folks. I am wondering. Let's see who's uh, willing to own that one. I wonder. They get to a certain amount where they just close 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 the ceiling uh, or a floor. Uh Uh, Below which they. That's a crash. That is today. That's I mean, cr- if it's dropping fifteen hundred points, that's a crash. That's the market is crashing. Correct. It's not a correction. That's not a speed bump. That's a, a- no. That's people. They're just unloading now. They're just unloading. It's not like hey, so, let's unload. I'll make a profit. This, that, whatever. Boom! I'm getting out of this. These people are dumping. So it's just under six percent down in today. One day. One day. I thought the five percent was a cutoff. Whatever. We'll check into this further. There was a story in the paper over the weekend about the pastor at Orangewood Presbyterian Church in Maitland. I love how these guys, you know, they uh, they admit their sinful ways. This is after they get caught. This is after it's brought to their attention. Hey, we have some information about how you might have sexually abused or sexually harassed uh, a, a teenage a member of the flock 20 years ago. And all of a sudden, this guy, what's his name? This guy is uh, Jeff Jakes. He was 32 at the time. And a woman has come forward, Catherine Snyder, who was was 18 at the time, and said that she was uh, sexually harassed by this Jeff Jakes Mm -hmm. at Orangewood uh, Presbyterian Church in Maitland. 
and he comes across. Let me find it. I love these guys, man. This just burns me one way. He says, uh, "Oh, now, now that now that uh, there's information that he may wear, uh, very well may have abused or harassed this woman twenty years ago." Yeah. Now he says, "Quote." I am deeply saddened and grieved at the impact that my that my sinful actions have upon someone who was trusted to my care and the student ministries. I was grieved 20 years ago, and I'm grieved today. I'm brokenhearted for the pain I've caused my wife, the uh, the blah 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 on the on the church. I'm truly sorry for any pain that this story. Uh, may connect to a story of pain and brokenness in your life. Now, buddy, what you're sorry about is that you got caught. What you're sorry about is that somebody came forward, and this guy 20 years ago abused me, harassed me. Now the church is using their own investigators. They've contacted, by the way, the uh, Seminole County Sheriff's Department and the Maitland Police Department. At least somebody's got their head screwed on straight at Orangewood Presbyterian Church. But they're using some of their own investigators to see if other members of the church over this 20-year span or 20 years ago were in fact harassed or maybe sexually abused by this guy. Don't you love these don't you love these guys? Doesn't God give them a pass? These are, yeah, Isn't that well, what they're, they're saying? Yeah, they're looking for I've sinned and I'm admitting my sin and therefore what? You get a pass? Do. You don't get a pass. In their religious So I guess life now they're, they're thinking at Orangewood Presbyterian Church whether you ought to remain as pastor or maybe they put him on a vacation for a while and bring him back later. Yeah. Mm-mm. Get out of here. You know, you know, call the cops. Have the cops investigate them. Anybody else who may have uh, thought they were abused or harassed by this individual, I hope you make contact with the church and the Maitland Police Department as well. Mm. Goodbye to bad rubbish, I say. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news. Has UCF declared themselves Super Bowl champions yet? Let's get the news. Here's Mo. Uh, Jim, today, let's start with the Super Bowl as as we get to the news here. After a huge, they were underdogs throughout the playoff season and underdogs last night, but the Philadelphia Eagles, of course, won. And he, he, the MVP, the quarterback, Nick Foles, is celebrating right as we speak, right now. Give us a call, Nick. With a parade at Disney World's Magic Kingdom, right down Main Street, USA. And uh, he was selected the MVP at the very end of the game, as you know. Uh, that was a really big deal. This is a 29-year-old kid, and he is, you know, he even caught a touchdown pass. Threw it to this guy, threw it to that guy. First Boom, time ever. The coolest thing ever. So anyway, Nick Foles in Orlando at Disney at the, as the hero of the parade. Considered retiring before at, coming back. Oh, my. Yeah. Really? Over the weekend, it was a wild weekend in Orlando. The man accused of plotting to kidnap singer Lana Del Rey from her performance over at the Amway Center was chanting and rocking and making all kinds of crazy statements during a police interview and said he planned to go to the afterlife. I mean, he was totally tripping. 
Uh, this is a 43-year-old guy, Michael Sean Hunt. He was armed with a folding knife, three-inch blade. Uh, he did have a concert ticket when he was arrested near the arena on Friday night when Lana Del Rey was playing and chanted gibberish during the interview with OPD. Uh, it was very, very, according to the detectives who did the interview, very disturbing. And uh, police were alerted to this guy because of a Facebook post. Uh, on the other side of Orlando, jury selection is underway today in the trial of former Isleworth, Isleworth millionaire Bob Ward. Remember this guy accused of killing his mm-hmm. wife back in 2009? Uh, was convicted in, in 11, 2011, served six years, and then the trial judge threw out the verdict because his attorney didn't object to something he should have objected to. Uh, now, um, it turns out... His rights to- were violated. Yeah. That's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. I guess. Want to make any bets on will, whether you'll be convicted again? I don't know. Mm, no, no you don't even know the mm, Bob Ward story. I'm not yeah. sure. He doesn't know. He was he was in preschool or something. I don't know. Uh, tomorrow, also a huge day for Central Florida as the SpaceX Falcon Heavy launch. They say 100,000 people could be in our area to see this thing blast off. It's supposed to go at 1.30 tomorrow afternoon, although they do have a rollover day of, when, of uh, Wednesday, I believe. So if it doesn't go tomorrow, Tuesday, it could go Wednesday. It's a two-hour window, so if it doesn't go 1.30, they have a small window there. Mm. They could go any time in that, that period. But uh, the cool thing, not only is that this is the largest rocket ever. You know, it's got three actual three boosters. But the historic part of it, in addition to the most powerful rocket, is that these three boosters... Uh, will all land back on Earth. Is McDuck across the hallway going to cover this? Oh, he is just, I'm sure he's spinning out of control. Yeah, I don't the know. News, the news network over there, they, yeah. they always cover the launches. That's true. Two of Does the, he go out there? That I don't know. Two of the uh, boosters, Jim, <laughs> I'm will... just saying, if there's somebody there and they're doing the countdown of this right. thing, maybe if happens to the program, gone, let's yes. take it. Uh, right. The good news is weather is 80% go. Two of the boosters will land at Cape Canaveral Air Force Station. One of them... Well, the third one will land on a barge out, and they gave it a funny name. I think it's called the... Um, oh, Benny Barge? No, it's called the Of Course I Still Love You Barge, uh, because two of them get to land right at Canaveral National uh, at the Air Force Station, and the other one is out there, that, so they call it the Of Course I Still Love You Barge. Oh. It, was, it was that name for all of the launches when they land on the barge of course uh, i still love yeah them. yeah it's kind of cute yeah, it's the same barge they're using uh but i think two of them are landing on terra firma and the other one out in the atlantic anyway that's tomorrow 1 30 just saying i'm fascinated by this guy also attending tomorrow's spacex heavy falcon launch is harrison ford not flying in by himself is he <laughs> he is as a matter of fact <laughs> i don't know about any of that Great. but i believe he is flying we'll in direct- a protected area <laughs> directly to the Cape. It's a pretty wide runway, Joe. Uh, he, should be fine. Um, well, he's still going to fly over metropolitan Orlando. He will be among the dignitaries for this launch. Uh, that And uh, the reason, I guess, is that... And again, I don't know if this is just happenstance. This is rumor. Or if this is just, yeah, I mean, anecdotally, people are muttering about this. But the Star Wars... His Star Wars um, On rocket... Solo. Yes, Han Solo in the movie this ship is the was a Millennium Falcon. Yeah. yeah, nerd. I know. I know. <laughs> wow, Mo. It is. It is uh, anecdotal, but, but uh, it's listen, interesting. Listen, Star Wars people, email Moira directly. I don't want to hear it. I think I, it's cute. I, I think it's a clever connection. I know Star Wars, but they're saying that Elon Musk named the Falcon mm. series after the Millennium Falcon. So there you go. Yeah. Ha ha. And students at Lake Nona High School are dealing with some issues today. The loss of a classmate. 
uh, that was found on the side of a road by Lake Nona High School. Um, an 18-year-old kid was shot to death uh, very early Saturday morning, like 1 in the morning they found the body. After they called in and said they heard gunshots, they saw this kid lying in the road. He was later pronounced dead. What led up to the shooting is still unclear. Where's the Dow Jones now? Uh, 24,700. It's down 828 on the day. That's not a good day. Mm, no. For those of you who have stocks. No. I have big, beautiful yeah, it, stocks. It, it was hitting down, uh, almost crossed 1,600 down on the day. Then and the president finished speaking, and then it started coming back a oh, little gosh. bit. It went down when he was speaking? Oh, yes. Oh, I see. Yeah, the, the big plunge today coincides with his live remarks. Mm. And talking I, about how the Democrats are treasonous. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, boy. I didn't realize they could outlaw such Lost a, his mind. Oh, I, hate I, mean, I mean, yeah. He's that's a bit a, of a loose that's, a, that's you know you start throwing that word around. Treasonous. But what's amazing Treasonous. is yeah. you have members of the house, Nunez, going along with him for the ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim, what I will tell you, and I didn't realize they could do this. Uh, there are communities in Florida that are outlawing plastic drinking straws. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't know yeah, they yeah. could do this. They're officially outlawed sure, now not? down in Fort Myers. Beach. Hazard to the environment. We'll do uh, the same thing with plastic bags. Yeah, we're we're coming to get you. Plastic straws. Yeah, now plastic these are the people. ones. If it, it's okay if you have plastic straws in your home. Those are okay. It's at a public school. That's okay. If it's in prepackaged drink outside of the town, okay. Otherwise, straws must be made of paper or other materials. Nothing artificial, nothing synthetic, whatever. Um, I was just surprised. I didn't think you could outlaw something as innocuous. You, you know. Plastic bags are outlawed in California, aren't they? Like from like a Publix bag, like a grocery yeah. bag? Yeah. Yes. Oh. No plastic yes, bags. Yes, you got to canvas, bring your own. Oh, no kidding. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to put on my list. I went for the first time to Aldi. Oh. You, they don't give you bags. They don't give you anything. You have to buy a bag. I was like, oh, it was very confusing I, because I had never been in there. I didn't know you had to pay for a card a quarter and then you get it back. I didn't. So I didn't do that. And then I had to buy a bag. It was like, oh, my God. It was my so confusing. Oh, you poor baby. I was conf- first world problems. I was that just, how do we I was get confused. through the day? I, I, have you ever been to Aldi? No. So, yeah, you would be in the same pickle. You're just looking around like, uh-oh, Why what do I, I do? I want to go there. The prices are significantly cheap. Uh, but it's brands from Europe or Germany, I think. Uh, Guten Tag. Guten Tagen, yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Uh, what I will tell you is we went in there. My husband and I had never been in an Aldi. Is that all you people do is shop? We shop uh, a the lot. The two of you, you shop a lot. We go to Costco. like grocery shopping. Costco. It's just we, two of you in the bring, house. Yeah, that's a good point. And Costco is a bulk place. So you get large items that should last a couple for a month. Why are you guys always mm. shopping? there all the time. Some... You're in there all the time no, buying we stuff. We were in there Sunday. You're hoarders. Huh? Are you hoarders? No, we're not hoarders. I'm well, not a hoarder. Pork chops and, you okay, know, uh, you yeah. know, skirt steak. Is that what you're doing? Let me Wait. take a little break. Mo's got more news and the birthdays <laughs> upcoming. Steak. Don't forget that bonus oh. round of closest to the pin. At the top of the hour, it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Yeah, if you're going to get involved in that kind of stuff, you need to find yourself a money manager. Don't do it on your own. Let's get back to the news. Here's Mo. Okay. Today is February 5th, 2018. Yeah. And today, it's a double day. It's chocolate fondue day. I like fondue. Oh, yeah. oh, chocolate yeah, okay. fondue. Yeah, you know, for dessert. dessert. Okay, sure. the bananas and the whole or, thing. Or sure, fruit or whatever. Your cake, okay. a little piece of pound cake. Yeah. yeah, pound cake Good. is always a, a hit. And uh, secondly, it's sort of a chocolate-ish, more hazelnut, I guess. Uh, it's also National Nutella Day. Yeah. Nutella. I'm not a big fan of Nutella. Nutella People Nutella. in Europe love it. They grow up eating that stuff. Yes. I don't think I've ever tried it. Of course. Hazelnuts and chocolate, invented by an Italian right after World War II. It's, it's a chocolate uh, spread. You'd like it. It's right. like peanut butter, but not. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. the idea of it sounds great, but it, I don't think it sounds healthy. Weren't they, didn't they get in trouble for trying to pitch it as healthy? Yes. Correct. Yeah. But, yeah it's got nuts. Nah. <laughs> it's peanut butter. <laughs> Jim, I think that's what they said. I don't eh, think it's peanut butter. It's, it's really nuts. a chocolate spread with chopped up hazelnuts in it's it. It's hazelnut spread. Hazelnut but yeah. it's chocolatey yeah. flavored. I don't know if it's really chocolate. I don't know if it's real. I, yeah. Like Tootsie Roll chocolate. It's not real it chocolate. It's that it kind might, of thing. It might be Tootsie Roll I, chocolate. I don't know. That's what I call. I'd rather all, have Tootsie Rolls. All fake Tootsie Roll chocolate. I have a friend of mine. Good. He loves it. He'll he'll just he'll just put a spoon into a big jar of Nutella. Of Nutella. Eat it by ah, the spoonful. Well, okay. they grow up eating this stuff. That's it's true. like if you're right, in Australia right. eating that. Oh, Vegemite. Vegemite. That Ugh. crap. Good day, Mike. <coughs> I'm sure Boomerang Bob loves it. Vegemite. <laughs> uh, Jim, Governor Rick Scott is traveling today, not to Australia, but he's going to Puerto Rico. Good for him. He says he will continue to offer his best guidance, advice, and assistance following the devastation left on the island by Hurricane Maria, planning yeah. to meet with emergency management. Has to go. Trying to shore up those votes for Senate. Right. Got that right. His top priority, he says, to ensure that federal, state, and local partners continue to work together to help out our friends in Puerto Rico. At best, he might miss out on twenty to 30,000 votes. Whoops. Everybody thinks it's hundreds to thousands of votes, but that's not it. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, speaking of, despite the fact that three hundred thousand Puerto Ricans have moved to Florida since getting hit with that hurricane, ay ay ay. As many of them are children, others don't vote. Then you factor in uh, normal turnout, and you come away with maybe twenty, thirty thousand votes in play. Ay ay ay. Thank uh, you. Uh, no, thank you. Points, uh, Jim. Uh, if uh, Hurricane Maria, you know, they have a problem with electricity and and all of that. Well, still, I mean, there's many thousands of people without running water and electric and stuff. Here in Florida, our gas prices have been all over the place since the storms hit last August or whatever. Fifty six today. Uh, they're at, up another six cents a gallon this week. Oh, I know. Obama. <laughs> no, it's not his fault. I knew it. The statewide. I did too. The shadow government. What, what, did, what did you pay? What did you say you paid? Two. Pay two fifty six. Okay, it's the think, a- average is two sixty one. I, mean, I know they could find it cheaper, but I, mean, I think I paid two fifty nine last week. Yeah, it's up six cents across the state. The most expensive gas, as always, Bo- Boca Raton. They're two seventy two, and yeah. Miami's two sixty. The Yank store. Thanks, Obama. Uh, the least expensive <laughs> gas. If you want to get a deal, go to Punta Gorda, or the Villages, or Jacksonville. They have the cheapest in the state. Just saying. Uh, two Florida NBA teams. We have the Heat and the Magic here, of course, uh, looking to break out of their slumps. Both teams in Florida are stinking up a storm. The Heat lost five of their last seven. They host the Orlando Magic, who dropped four out of the last five. Also PU. Orlando is in the very bottom, in the cellar, with a record of 15 wins, Jim, and 36. Bring on soccer. Losses. Oh, almost. March. Yeah, next month we'll be soccering again. Yep. Yeah. The whole brand new team almost. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I know any of the names at all. A lot of the names you won't won't Uh -uh. recognize unless you've been following the the trading transfers season, no. in, the, in the sports page, but most people. Who's that again? Uh, nope. Where? Where's he from? What? Mm. Ecuador. Seriously? <laughs> uh, you mentioned something <laughs> before about President Trump tweeting this morning about little Adam Schiff. Uh, it turns out Congressman Adam Schiff from California is blasting President Trump this afternoon after Trump called him a liar and a leaker on Twitter. California Democrat responded by saying the following, quote, Mr. President... I've seen you had a busy morning of, quote, executive time, which is a reference to reports that Trump spends many of his mornings watching cable TV and tweeting. He loves that Fox and Friends. Something that is listed as executive time on his schedule. Executive time means watching Fox and Friends and tweeting. That was the cold open at SNL. Was him what, <laughs> Him watching tweeting? Fox and Friends. Oh, Fox and Friends, yeah. 
Uh, so, yeah, Adam Schiff is not amused by his, uh, you know, Trump tweets. Matter of fact, I'll make a bet. Oh, here we go. Go right. on. Betting. I will bet. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, I got to think no. about this. I'm thinking about Alec Baldwin and Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. I watched a big story over the weekend about this next coming uh, to an item. end. Yes. Oh. By what? What a dip in ratings, or do you think Baldwin wants out, or you think it's just not playing as well? You think we have Trump fatigue? No, it's Baldwin. Mm. I'll say he's he's over it. Out by a Memorial Day. Ooh, Memorial Day. That's when the new That's Han May. Solo movie comes out. And the Dow is down over a thousand points now, just so you know. Oh, come on, Mo. I'll take the oh, it's back. Uh, on Baldwin. You're saying Alec Baldwin will stop portraying Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live by Memorial Alec Day. Alec Baldwin, well, for all intents and purposes, will, yeah. will be out of Saturday Night Live by the end of the season. Well, are you going to say May or the end of the season? Well, the end of the season, whatever it is. It's. I think it's one and the same. One dollar. One dollar. I'll take your bet. Okay. Not me. I got a while to source that dollar. End of the season. Right. Season. We're not picking a date certain. We're just saying. No, it's just the end of the season. It won't return in the fall. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. I watched something on Natalie Wood and Robert Wagner and her death over the weekend. Oh, oh I forgot. Up. They can't oh. get that one up, can they? I forgot. It's so interesting. Yeah. New, new, new information is released today in the investigation of the 1981 death of actress Natalie Wood. The L.A. County Sheriff's Homicide Bureau last week yeah. said that actor Robert Wagner, her husband at the time she, you know, washed up in uh, near Catalina Island, is now Robert Wagner, now a person of interest in the drowning. Yeah. They didn't Christopher go into- Walken on that boat. They got into an argument. As a matter of fact, we have a response from Christopher Walken. What's he saying? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. He was a young up-and-comer. So what do they think? There are only three, four people on, on that boat. Correct. They, they right, the skipper. Right. Mm-hmm. Him. They right? interviewed him. Yeah. Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? And, and the two Natalie them. Wood. And Bob and Robert Wagner. Wagner. Yes, sir. So what? the skipper is one of those, hey. They were fighting. So what are they now saying? That Walken was responsible for killing Natalie Wood? No. Pushing no, her overboard? No. Uh, I, I think uh, Wagner. Robert Wagner at the time was downplaying the fight, but now they're since they reopened it in 2011, they come. Uh, they discovered two witnesses who were on a nearby boat. And heard them argue. Who heard them argue that night and the night before. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold on just a minute. Robert Wagner did let's say, say in his Let's ma- just think uh, about this for a second. Let's talk this through. Let's talk it through. They've discovered two witnesses. Yes, After sir. all these years, they discovered two witnesses. Don't you think those two witnesses who were in on a boat or on the shore near their boat would have come forward in between that time and said, hey, we heard something? Well, Jim, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> but since Natalie Wood's death was ruled accidental, mm-hmm. those two witnesses took that at face value and fought, felt that their information was not pertinent to the case. Every 10 years, this pops up. Mm. Every 10 years, it pops up. You know, the guy's 88 years old. You're not getting anything out of him. But his Robert story Wagner. has changed. And you know what doesn't change? The truth. Oh, very impressive. Thank well, you. nobody knows the truth. Well, I think she might have been drunk as a skunk and just went over the side. <laughs> Actually, in, if you read yeah, Robert Wagner's mem- uh, memoir... He does say that he argued with Natalie Wood before she disappeared, but he has long claimed to have nothing to do. He thought she went to town because she had done that the night before. She got pissed off at him and went well, into... she just got in the, in the, in in the, the dinghy. In the dinghy. Mm-hmm. I bet you yeah. Natalie Wood didn't even know how to f- 
start that. And she was afraid of dark water. She said all I, her sister was interviewed. She was always oh, they're afraid. They're probably all drunk as a skunk, passed out. She I went over the side. Uh-huh. Okay. Where was Walk? What has Walken said about this? Mm-hmm. Anything ever? It's that oh oh ooh. Ooh, I don't she know. fell down to the cabin on that boat playing Russian roulette or something. I get it. I get it. Deer oh, Hunter, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Points. Points. Uh huh. Thank you. Thank you very much. The kid that was picked by Justin oh, Timberlake oh, 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 for man. a selfie during the Super Bowl halftime show is a 13 year old from Massachusetts. Her name Brian McKenna, whose social media is blowing up. Selfie it, kid. It's true. He's a hashtag selfie kid. He said since then he's gained 8,000 followers uh, <laughs> since he got, you know, uh, called out by that. I think yeah, it was, I didn't get that. It was planned, right? No. Buy him. Oh, uh, well, I don't know about a kid. I mean, I don't know. Uh half, bucks, you get like 10,000. Half of the duo gym of Simon and Garfunkel, meaning Paul Simon. Oh, the good half. Is, yeah, he announced he's <laughs> kicking off his Homeward Bound farewell tour. Good. Uh, in Vancouver on May 16th, and he'll be done. Uh, he said it will be one last world sweep, and he will make stops in 17 states this summer. He said he had a fulfilling career. He is very grateful for all that, but he's been doing this for 50 years, and he is tired. I'm pretty sure they'll say he killed Natalie Wood. No, he didn't have anything to do with anything. Nope. Uh, nope. Uh, uh, yeah, but there is, uh, you know, uh, we're still no. waiting to see. Uh, I, you know, I just I don't see what. We're still waiting to see what comes out on Natalie Wood. Today's the day the coroner and the oh, special God. people come Are they going to exhume her body now? What are they going to do? Looking over the notes again, Jimmy. This is not going anywhere. It was a cold case. Every so often, this pops up yeah. and says, like, well, we have some new information. Yeah, come on. No? She had a bruise on her knee. Yeah. She hit it on the on the side of the boat when she went over. Yeah. She hit her knee and went over the side. Mm-hmm. Splash, kerplunk. They didn't hear any of that. Oh. No. They're passed out. Mm-mm. Or maybe uh, Wagner and Walken were getting it on down in the cabin. Whoa. He was suspicious. I'm just saying, hey. Oh, he was oh, an up, you know what I'm saying? He was an up-and-comer, uh, that oh, Christopher oh. Walken. I had just won an Academy Award or whatever, and he was, you know, he and Natalie Wood, there were rumors that was something, something. That she was flirting with Christopher. Yes. What rumors? What, yeah. What oh, rumors? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, definitely. Robert Wagner said he got pissed off and had a, uh, a knockdown, not physical, but a knockdown a drag-out fight with Christopher Walken because he thought Walken was giving uh, Natalie Wood some advice that was uh, unwarranted regarding her career. Maybe they were, maybe, who they knows were, what uh, they were doing? Uh, there might have been something, something. Happening, you know. Uh, some other little things. <laughs> about it. this is mere hearsay. I know, but it's juicy, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it there's is. some other. I know, you know what it I mean? It is juicy. Yeah, it is. There's some other juicy stuff by the Super Bowl. Uh, you know about the Super Bowl. I keep the selfie kid. I forgot to mention to you. He Justin Timberlake is also getting some heat from Prince fans mm-hmm. following that halftime performance because he put him up as not a hologram, but you know he had a right. he, he put sheet. his a sheet up, you know, or some kind of beautiful. I didn't see it. Did it look good? It, it looked, it, it I looked thought it super looked amazing. Good. Or it looked yeah. like something on a no. sheet. No, it, it looked, looked great. so good. It, it was because it was also a tribute to what Prince did in his halftime show. I would. When he was behind yeah. a screen. And Prince hated this stuff. It turns out that's why his followers, his fans, I mean, Prince's fans, are pissed off because they started tweeting and pointing out Prince would never have approved of Justin's performance and tribute. To him, one user noted that... He called holograms uh, essentially evil. Yeah, yeah he demonic. did. He said they were demonic. It wasn't a hologram. Uh, it Whatever it was. It was just a movie of him. Others That's said, it. It was a movie. A movie. movie. Others said on Twitter... It was clips from Purple Rain. It was well documented that Justin Timberlake and Prince did not get along. 
No kidding. Uh-huh. Why is that? I don't, I don't know, know about that. Talk but to Prince, on, uh, talk to the Twitter followers. On the Tonight Show, uh, Timberlake said he was his favorite musician. Talking about talking about mm-hmm. Prince. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Mm-hmm. 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 And Jimmy Kimmel, one of our late night hosts, of course. Um, somebody must have asked him why. You know, I guess there's an impression that liberals excel at late hosting late night talk shows. Jimmy Kimmel says that's actually true because. It requires a level of intelligence to host late night. (laughs) Kimmel made his declaration over the weekend during an event called Pod Save America. Social media users were quick to jump on Kimmel's boast. National Review, the magazine, the sort of right-leaning magazine, the National Review columnist, tweeted, This is what Kimmel, a college dropout, really thinks of anyone who isn't liberal and watches his show. Uh, Kimmel is known to attack the right in some of his monologues and all that and said last year, he wouldn't be too upset if Republican viewers stopped watching his show over his views on health care and guns. Conservatives, by and large, aren't very funny. I mean, there are some funny ones around. There's no question about that. But overall, generally speaking, they're just not as funny as liberals. Are they funny they're intentionally? Just, uh, they're just they're just not. They they don't have a very they're very, very super, super duper serious. And they don't allow themselves. Uh, this is why they freak out when they go to conventions and stuff, because all of a sudden they're in a group. And uh, and and you know these are the ones that put the lampshades on their head. They they have no <laughs> control. There's nothing yeah. in context with these mm-hmm. people. These people. Yeah, if you want to, you know, then have a cons- be a conservative mm-hmm. and have a, a funny talk show. You can have a talk show. You might even claim, hey, our talk show is more intellectual than the other ones. Yes, but you got to prove it if you you know. It's not the funny. Not funny. No. Dennis Miller is about the closest you can come, and what have we heard from him lately? Uh, nothing. Bad career choice. <laughs> and the youngest of the Kardashian... And he went down uh, when O'Reilly went down. The youngest of the Kardashian kids, the Bruce Jenner daughter, yeah. uh, Kylie Jenner, she is the youngest of the Kardashian clan, I guess you would say. She had a baby over the weekend. Oh. Or maybe it was Thursday night. Anyway, it turns out uh, that's uh, this is the first for the youngest. Uh, she... Had a, uh, the the baby's daddy is some rapper named Travis Scott, so we want to you know she's, she's popular. I know that this is big news because my daughter, who uh, happy birthday turns nineteen today, happy birthday, said this news that you're talking about this Jenner baby, yeah, is bigger news than her birthday to her. Oh, and um, I, I was floored. Kylie Jenner, yeah, they'll... and she said, "Are you going to talk about it?" I said, "Absolutely not." Oh yeah, we are. I'll do everything I oh, can no. not to. I... Yeah, she's kept this pregnancy really quiet. I'd she like hasn't to keep been it quiet on. as well. Oh, okay, fine. Happy, happy birthday then, shall we? Happy, happy birthday to Hank Aaron. Hammer and Hank. Jim. Oh, I know who he is. Oh, yeah. uh, he's now uh, 70. Ooh. Strike one. Uh, 67. Strike two. Mm-hmm. Come on. 68? Who's high? Damn it. 84. Strike three. Okay. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, 84. Here we go, Jim. Happy birthday. for you. Okay, here's another sports uh, hero, maybe of yours, not sure. Uh, Man U or Real Madrid, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, Here you go, Jim. 30. In your wheelhouse, I guess. I'll go 33. On the dot. Oh, son of a you knew it. Oh, if you knew it. Son of a you knew it. player on the planet. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Ronaldo. And now from various movies, The Truman Show, Love Actually, Laura Linney. Oh, Lara, I'm Lara Linney. She is 57. 55, <laughs> double nickel. 56. 
Pinkman 54. Oh, yeah. And that's the Lottie Dodge. Just call me Mike. Take a little break. Uh, we'll open up those lines. Uh, we'll pick one of you to play against Pinkman in a bonus round of closest to the pin. You win. You get that You Matter business card. What does that mean? Good fortune for the rest of your life if you lose 24 hours of bad luck. Next on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win a trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! I think I've watched my last professional football game. More on that later. Later. Time for that bonus round of closest to the pin. Jared's on the line. He'll play against Pinkman. If Jared wins, he receives that You Matter business card, guaranteeing him good fortune for the rest of his life. Jared also knows, well, he should know, if he loses, whew, 24 hours of bad luck. Mr. Pinkman, if you'll head to the soundproof booth, we'll bring mm-hmm. you back in a couple of minutes to roll the dice and determine your handicap for the day. Let's get this underway. Jared, how are you today? Good. How are you doing, Jim? Doing very well. Thank you very much. Ten questions, all connected. Don't worry about that. Just answer to the best of your ability. You need to speak right into that phone so we can hear your responses. Here we go, Jared. A countdown and keep score for Jared. Certainly. In three, two, one, begin. Jared Christopher Ray is the embattled director of the FBI, but Faye Ray was the actress who played Anne Darrow in the King Kong movie that came out in what year? 1962. How old was Martin Luther King Jr. when he was assassinated? 41. Martin Luther is credited with the Protestant Reformation religious movement and died in what year? 1622. The Luther Vandross hit song, Never Too Much, was released in what year? 1935. The James Bond movie, Tomorrow Never Dies, or Died, with Pierce Brosnan, came out in what year? 1991. The Pierce Arrow Motor Car Company ceased production in what year? Uh, 1945. Broken Arrow was a terrible movie starring John Travolta. It came out in what year? 1986. How old is John Travolta? 63. John Travolta made his comeback in the movie Pulp Fiction in minutes. How long is Pulp Fiction? 158. Get it within 20, you win outright. If John Travolta was a crow in Englewood, New Jersey, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Atlantic City? 54. Time. All right, mm-hmm. there you go, Jared. How Thank many you. miles to get to win the whole thing? 20. Within 20. Get it okay. within 20, you win uh, outright. Here comes yeah. Mr. Pinkman. We'll bring him back in. It's about 10 minutes from where I grew up. <clears throat> Which one? Englewood, That's... There goes Mr. Pinkman. Mr. Pinkman will put on his headphones. He will. There they go. He's going to pick up the dice. We set your uh, handicap at 15, but we allow you to roll the dice, whatever that number is. We will take it off 15. That will be your handicap for today. It will. What do you got? Let's roll it. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. What do you An got? 11. The hard right. way. There is no 11 the hard way. I have 10 questions for you. 
You ready? Yes. Here we go. <laughs> Three, two, one, begin. Pinky Christopher Ray is the embattled director of the FBI, but Faye Ray was the actress who played Anne Darrow in the King Kong movie that came out on what year? Uh, 1936. How old was Martin Luther King Jr. when he was assassinated? Uh, 46. Martin Luther is credited with the Protestant Reformation religious movement and died in what year? Uh, 1732. The Luther Vandross hit song, Never Too Much, was released in what year? 1973. The James Bond movie, Tomorrow Never Died or Tomorrow Never Dies, with Pierce Brosnan, came out in what year? Uh, 1991. The Pierce Arrow Motor Car Company ceased production in what year? Uh, 1961. Broken Arrow was a terrible movie starring John Travolta. It came out in what year? <laughs> um, 94. How old is John Travolta? He is 67. John Travolta made his comeback in the movie Pulp Fiction in minutes. How long is Pulp Fiction? Uh, 146. Get it within 20. You went out right. If John Travolta was a crow in Englewood, New Jersey, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Atlantic City? Um, 113. Yeah, okay. Sandy. All right, let's take a look at... Uh, Market closed, Jim, at down 1,175 points. All right, we're not yeah. going to think about that right now. Sorry, just saying. We're just not going to think about All it. All right, good, don't mm-hmm. think about it. Just tell In with the good facts. air, out with the bad. Let's score this game. Uh, the King Kong movie with Faye Ray as Anne Darrow came out of what year, Jared said? 62. Pinkman. 36. 1933. Ooh, Pinkman. How old was Martin Luther King yeah, Jr. Yeah. when he was assassinated, Jared said? 41. Pinkman. 46. 39. Oh. Mm. Martin up. Luther, credited with the Protestant Reformation, died in what year, Jared said? 1622. Pinkman. Not, uh, 1732. 1546. It goes Jared. to Jared. Yes, indeed. The Luther Vandross hit song, Never Too Much, released in what year, Jared said? 35. Pinkman. 73. 81. Okay. It's all tied up, Jim. <laughs> I get him confused, too, Jared. It's okay. okay. The yeah. James Bond movie, Tomorrow Never Dies or Died? I can't remember. I should Because I wrote it down. Dies, With yeah. Pierce Brosnan came out of what year, Jared said? Well, they both said 91. 97. So they both get a point. It's 3-3. Three, three. Pierce Arrow Motor Car Company sees production in what year, Jared said? 1945. Pinkman. 61. 1938. Oh, oh, Jared takes the lead. Broken Arrow, a Terrible movie starring John Travolta. Well, that's editorializing, isn't it? It's a terrible movie. All right, listen. It came out in what year, Jared said? 86. Pinkman. 94. 96. Pinkman ties it up again. Three to go. Gosh. How old is John Travolta? Jared said? 63. Pinkman. 67. Right on the money. 63. Damn it. Oh, oh, oh boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. John Travolta made his comeback in the movie Pulp Fiction in minutes. How long is Pulp Fiction? Jared said? 158 minutes. Pinkman said. 146. The answer. Mm-hmm. It's in the hundreds. Oh, baby. 154 yeah. minutes. Oh, <laughs> that's him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the score? It's uh, seven to four. Oh, yeah. Get it within 20. You went out right. This could go all the way right here. If John Travolta was a crow in Englewood, New Jersey, his birthplace, uh-huh. he would have to fly how many miles to reach Atlantic City? Jared said... 54 miles. Pinkman said... 113. If John Travolta was a crow in Englewood, New Jersey, and wanted to fly, flap his wings, and fly to Atlantic City, mm-hmm. he would have to fly... 
134 miles. Oh, you're one oh. out. You're one oh. away. Oh, oh no. So, lost by that one. sucks. Oh, that's you just get terrible. It? It's one, oh. one mile. Oh, you're up by one mile. One New Jersey mile. Jared, yeah. you pick it up. You pick Jared up that wins. car. Good mile. fortune for the rest of your life. Thanks for playing that bonus round Come of closest on, to the pin. Oh, oh that hurts. Only counts in <laughs> Damn it. Hand grenades. So, did the crow fly or did it take the turnpike? Hey, oh. Wow. Cuba Travolta. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, so I mentioned, yeah, I think uh, uh, the, the Super Bowl, which is a great Super Bowl, by the way. The game was a fantastic game. Back and game. forth and back yeah. and forth and mm-hmm. back and forth. But I think uh, I think that might be my last pro game. I'm what? not watching pro football anymore. It's because of CTE. It is because of CTA. Yeah. I read a uh, so, letter from, let me get it. Her name is uh, Emily Kelly, who's the wife of Rob Kelly, who is, I believe, a linebacker for the Patriots and the Saints for five years. And he's still alive, but his head is mush. And she describes how he was when they got married. Big, hulking, you know, just giant of a man. Tough guy, but super sensitive. Loving father. You know, didn't didn't fit, you know, a stereotype of, you know, the stereotype of a big, bad mm-hmm. football player. And his head is just, I mean, he's, he's, he's out of it. Mm-hmm. Paranoid. Cognitive ability is nothing anymore. And he's, he hasn't died. He's not dead. Mm-hmm. And it just goes on and on and on. Bob Costas is has commented about this. This is, they say, one of the reasons why Costas was not selected to help cover the Super Bowl because of his comments about CTE. I was wondering where he was. Because it is NBC, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Or he might have said, I'm not comfortable doing the Super Bowl. Oh, I see what you're saying, yeah. Bryant Gumbel essentially saying the same thing. Bryant Gumbel is saying within 20 years he believes the sport will be essentially anybody playing professional football will be viewed as a pariah. It will go down that track. Let me ask you Brent something. Brent Favre has said the same thing. He, he thinks, uh, and uh, and Mike Ditka, uh, same thing. And on and on and on and on it goes. I And uh, I'd, I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to convince anybody else not to watch it. I just, uh, well, I just read too much about what happens to men who play this game, and I'd rather not be in a position where I'm, me personally, am in cheering this kind of it, stuff. Yeah. That's are you, all. Are you okay with college football? For the time being, I am. And the, what's the difference? Why is that even still on the table? <clears throat> well, I mean, it's in context. It's something that I have to think about. Mm. Uh, I don't think uh, college football, the level of ferocity is as uh, bad in college football as it is in professional football, but it's something for me to consider as well. I'm not, I'm not going to deny that, but I think at this particular point in time, knowing what's happened to professional football players, we know yeah. because you- of their involvement in professional football. Now you can say, well, maybe it had something to do with college football. Maybe it had something to do with high school football. We're not that advanced yet. But uh, until they can come up where they can give you a shot to prevent CTE, I don't think um, me. I'm not speaking for anybody else. You at Just once, speaking for myself. You at once, uh, you were a big boxing fan, I believe. I love prize fighting. Yeah. Are you, do you I was still... the champion at Barracks B, featherweight. Oh, here we go. Little Piston, they called me. Really? Yeah, they called me the Little Piston. I never heard that before. Really? Uh-huh. Mm. Do you still... I, because I don't remember with the, the last fight, you did watch, did you? did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are your thoughts on... 
prize fighting because that's nothing but direct blows to the head. Troubled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm troubled by it. I'm the same thing. I, you know, it's a, it's this. And there's it's a in, level of violence yeah. where you go, wait a minute, what, 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 you know, there, there's, there, it's, it, there's a primal instinct. I believe that. I believe there's a primal instinct, maybe more so in men than there is in women. And I think that comes into it. And uh, I love to watch boxing. I love to watch prize fighting. Um, and I did watch that. What was the last bout? Oh, it was about with uh, Mayweather and yeah, what's Con- his McGregor. Conor McGregor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I watched it, and uh, not happy about it. But I don't watch. I don't watch it on a regular basis. I used to watch it all the time. I I don't watch it because soccer is the not most part. untouched by you know the problems of CTE as well. I don't sure. know if it is or not. I don't know whether anyone has discovered problems with CTE in former soccer players. Not to say that it doesn't happen. Well, I know. In, I know in uh, in what on the high school level are they prohibiting? Well, we know concussions are a part of the game. I mean, it, when soccer players are diagnosed with concussions, and I'm assuming that is one of the things that lead to CTE. Or is, can you develop CTE without <clears throat> concussion? It can be just those repetitive, smaller. I hits. don't. I have no idea no. As, as it relates to soccer. I think for the most part, what they're talking about is these repetitive hits in football. Conc- yeah, the head, the head, the head. All these repetitive hits, as opposed to mm-hmm. you know one concussion or two concussions uh, here or here or there. I mean, you can get in, there are lots of ways of get getting a concussion, mm. but there's no question about it. If someone socks you in the head in a boxing ring over and over and over and over year after year and year after year uh something's going to happen to your brain and the same thing i suppose is what they're saying with uh with football i mean collegiate football ask me next year i don't know right now though i just yeah i don't Mm -hmm. it's it's disturbing to me knowing what i know and i was one of the first people i believe to comment on the air about watch out for this this is going to be a problem you know, when I first started reading about CTE, when everybody, I remember when everybody, oh, they know what they're getting they into. Find. They know all the, and they didn't know what they were getting into. And uh, yeah, so we'll just see where it goes from there. But it was a great game. I won't deny that. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. Ask not what your country can do for you. And the agony of defeat. God bless you, Dr. People. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. That's right. It's the Monday edition of Jack's audio file. Not only that, Jim, it's the Super Monday edition because that's what we call the day after the Super Bowl where a record amount of people call in. Uh, Did we to have work anybody? Sick. Not that I know of. Oh. No one that in my world. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't have to worry about that. Um, I did stay up to. Watch the whole game. You know, I I think about 6.15, 15 minutes before kickoff, I actually turned it on, so I missed all that pregame stuff. Oh, I watched a lot of pregame. Did you? Yeah, I, did. I was just... I was well, doing... they like to militarize everything. I, that bothers me, too. You know something? Although I understand what you're saying, but I, I like seeing World War II vets honored. You know, 
whether it's they're out for the the coin toss. The coin toss. Yeah. I just I think it's something they appreciated. I think people like being able to applaud people for their service, and you know, mm. you know, I don't know. It's, be it's willing kind to pay more taxes stuff. for the VA. I mean, I I get it. I don't have anything against uh, World War II veterans who won the Congressional Medal or the or the Medal of Honor. I don't have any problem with that at all. I just think the NFL, you well, the flyovers, the flags, the you know the honor guard, the whatever. And I go, what does this have to do with the it, game of football? It's not too dissimilar than what Dodge Ram did with the Martin Luther King yeah, speech. I don't like, and it's I, I personally yeah. don't care for it, but. You know, it is what it is. But a lot of the ads did strike a social tone, and then you had the funny ads. Um, afterward, uh, the day after, people, you know, they have their ad meters and people talking about which ads were their favorites. I just made a blog post at realradio.fm where you can get them all on one page. You go to the Real Radio, the Phillips File section, realradio.fm, and they're all there, the top 10, and then every ad thereafter. I, I, want, I had stopped at about Manning 40. Where did the come in? The Peyton- Eli Manning. No. Okay. Or was Peyton it? Manning. Maybe. Right? Which it's is what? the one where we're dirty dancing? Eli that Manning. Was Eli. Eli Manning. Yeah. 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 Um, did that come in? I, I, I didn't look to see where they were oh, ranked. I see. As far, that was one of my favorites. It was cute. And I know that because I laughed out loud three times during that one spot. Adorable, right? Yeah. It was so adorable. Yep. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Woke my wife. What was it for? I don't know. It was for the NFL <laughs> and <laughs> celebrations. Okay. Yeah. Just wondering Not a clue what whether it, it worked. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, for some. I mean, you see the Keanu Reeves one. I did. Yes. On the what was that for? I don't remember. Squarespace points. Okay, you yes, you are correct, sir. Gosh. Uh, the one with the babies with the Nirvana music. Who? Oh, that was a that sweet one. one. That was like... Pinkman. Well, okay, what? Pinkman. T-Mobile points. T-Mobile did do it, but it was more about... You Everybody's know, important or whatever. Right. Was, yeah, yeah, treating yeah, people yeah, yeah. equally. Uh-huh. So anyway, if you want, if you miss any of the Super Bowl ads or you want to see them again, all posted at realradio.fm. Uh, at the end of the game, they do the interviews, including with the winning quarterback who is actually in town today because he's going to Disney World. Nick Foles started the season as a backup quarterback, actually contemplating retiring because he was just having a lack of success, couldn't really break through. And it was when their uh, Eagles number one quarterback, Carson Wentz, went down, Mm. started a few games, did well in the playoffs, and then now he is Super Bowl MVP. Here is Nick Foles. We have such a great group of guys, such a great coaching staff. We felt confident coming in, and, you know, we just went out there and played football. You know, we played this game since we were a little kid. We've dreamed about this moment. There's plenty of kids watching this game right now dreaming about this moment. Someday we'll be here. And to be here with my daughter, my wife, my family, my teammates, this city, we're very blessed. Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles. What's interesting is what the Eagles now do, because you have your starter quarterback in his second year who got injured, but was having a fantastic season. You bring in your backup, who who not only fills in, but really makes the team his own, Leads the team to a Super Bowl win, and it wasn't they didn't win in spite of Nick Foles. He was a he made the plays to bring that victory in. Oh yeah. So which wh- what do you do who, with Carson who's Wentz? The, who's the what starter you, next year? What do you do with the yeah. first guy? <laughs> exactly. So uh, Eagles have some decisions to make on if they try and trade uh, uh, one, probably Nick Foles to get some value. Did you uh, see Bradley or, Cooper up in the owners' box repeatedly? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a little bit too often. 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, Jeff Lurie. He is the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Here he is talking to Dan Patrick after the win. Jeff, what's this moment mean for the city of Philadelphia? Uh, if there's a word called everything, <laughs> that's what it means to, the, to Eagles fans everywhere. Everywhere. And, uh, you know, for Eagles fans everywhere, this is for them. Did you, uh, Dan Patrick, I think he does a fine job doing that TV stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a radio show as well, but uh, on TV, capable. All right, Doug Peterson. Why is, they're paying him the big bucks. Absolutely. And a nice suit. I don't remember I did see, I didn't, Dark blue. I didn't notice that. Kind of a, that. almost a royal blue. Oh, oh, oh. Jim, nice. Jim has a passion for fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me talk about suits later. Did you shop for a suit? I did. Oh, boy. Savoy Row. Nope. Seville. Seville. Damn it. Or Saville. Saville? Saville. No. Mm-mm. I'm now convinced that there's one suit manufacturer and they just put different labels on them. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, it's the same thing with VCRs. Wait, and they don't make they suits like make they those? used to anymore. Yeah. They, the quality is stinko. Well, Jim, they don't make VCRs the way they used to either. Uh, Doug Peterson, Jim, he's the coach. It wasn't that long ago, half a dozen years or so. He was a high school football coach. Oh, wow. His second year as head coach in the NFL, and uh, he was hoisting the Lombardi Trophy last night. What was going through your mind that last pass by Brady? I was hoping it was incomplete. I just wanted it to be on the ground, and I wanted to see that clock go double zero. Jim, did you uh, catch the play right before halftime, or their score right before before halftime? Remind me of the play. It was... Uh, fourth, fourth and goal for Philadelphia. They did their trick play. Oh, were they threw the quarterback. Yes, they yeah, threw to the quarterback. Yeah, it's cool, stunning play, amazing. I yelled, I cheered. Then I had to. I felt the need to. Explain. I thought you were rooting for New England. Nah, you were rooting for New England. No, I thought New England would win, which is why I didn't bet. I wasn't going to bet against New England. How the news junkie do? I saw him tweeting. What do you mean? How did he do? Yeah, today was he all? Oh, whoops. I don't know how he did. You mean as far as depressed? Any... Oh, because oh. he's a big fan of New England. Is he? Yes. To his tweets. Mm. News junkie. Yes. He's a huge Brady fan. Really? He says he's the best player. Patriots forever. He knows nothing about sports. Says you. Yeah. They could tell from his tweets, man. He was all over the place. He said they need better zone coverage. Stat. Exactly. Really? Go back to the nickel defense. <laughs> oh, no. Not really? Yeah. You guys are making that up. Hello really? and welcome to football. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jim, I you have know. this piece of audio from a person up in the stands who was. Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> yeah, he came through in the second half, didn't he? Tight end for New England. The guy... Came through to lose. He's a big boy. Well, the guy's a stud. A couple of touchdown passes. He he is. and But also what they would term soft hands. I mean, uh, <laughs> able to catch. Make these amazing catches, despite you know. Sometimes they say the big guys, you know, they're not that fast. They don't have the the, the soft touch. hands to be able to to catch the ball, and uh, he has all of that. Trying to avoid calling in the complete package. However, here here he is saying that he might be done. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to look at my future for sure. I'm going to sit down the next couple of weeks and uh, see where I'm at. Rob, what would make you retire? I'm, I'm not ready for that, these type of questions right now. I mean, I'm just going to look, uh, sit down, reflect on the season. Yeah, Do you bad th- brain scan, maybe. Well, I think, I think you're going to see more players retiring earlier than they would have because of CTE. 
I well, think to save whatever brains they have left. Yeah, they just like Seems you know, right. why not save a year? You know, uh, just say I'll yeah. quit now. I'm How long good. has he played professional? A lot, yeah, enough. Yeah, might be, <laughs> yeah, enough. You know, you're not playing another year. It's not right. Either you've, either it's developed or it hasn't. Well, and and bowing out after the season is not going to not going to change right. anything. Well, two weeks ago he was um, knocked out of the game and. Didn't he have a concussion? He had a concussion and was only cleared a few days ago to be yeah. able to play. Mm-hmm. It's on. But Jim, besides... Um, you had sons, would you encourage him to play football? No. Mm-hmm. Encourage? No. Well, so they, would you deny them? I mean, would you say, I'm sorry, we're going to have to find another sport? But I really love it, Dad. I really want to play. We're talking about your health. I'd, I'd say... Let's go to the Y and try flag football first. Let's see if you have any skills. And I'm saying, sorry, son, you, you suck at football. No, no, that's not nice. <laughs> well, even if they don't, I tell them that to discourage them. I say, <laughs> how about piano lessons? Actually, no, guitar. Go in the drama club or something. Oh, enough with that. <laughs> Everyone else in my family is in see? there. All right, so Jim, <laughs> speaking of drama, yeah, speaking of things right. outside of football, speaking of music, okay, let's speak of music. Pink did the national anthem. Yeah. As she's spitting out her cough drop, my wife informs me uh, she's suffering from the flu. I was actually, I was looking forward. I'm a fan of Pink. I think she's an amazing artist, great voice. So I was looking forward to her performance. So um, it might not have been 100% her best. However, I think amazing the job she was able to get through. I think at the very end, you could you kind of heard where her voice didn't do what she wanted it to do at the end. But again, with the day days of social media, everyone gets a voice. And so all the criticisms that were probably there for all of our lives now have a voice and are magnified and are shared. And so nothing happens without there being critics. It's just so, mean. Yeah, well, people taking shots at Pink, also people taking shots at Justin Timberlake, <clears throat> person to my right, um, about his halftime performance. How dare you? I, I thought it was a great performance. I could, I was shocked that you know people were actually dissing it. Then I actually looked at social media after the game. I'm like, oh, that's where these people live. But um, he, it's not easy to be uh, the artist who do does this uh, Super Bowl halftime show. So I want to know from you what you remember about previous Super Bowl halftimes. It's now time for everybody's favorite game. Did they or didn't they ever perform at the Super Bowl halftime show? Okay, Jim, you can consult your lifelines sure. if you want, but I will give you an artist. You tell me if they ever played the Super Bowl halftime. All right. Gloria Estefan. Yes. All right, not even going to lifelines? No, I don't need a lifeline. Um, Actually, Jim, I have to tell you that you get a bell <laughs> because she did it in 1999 and 1992. What about Chubby Checker? No. Oh, uh, wait, well, it could have been earlier. Uh, what do you think, Lifelines? I don't think so. Uh, we're going to say no. No. Chubby Checker did do the halftime in 1988. That's what hey, I was thinking. Chubby. Thanks, Lifelines. Kelly, Sorry. Kelly Clarkson. She yes. did, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. No, no for Kelly Clarkson. Wow. Mariah Carey. Yes. Nope, but she oh did sing God. the anthem in 2002. This is ridiculous. Carly Rae Jepsen? No. No. Oh. Who's De- that? Debbie Gibson. Uh, she sings Call Me Maybe. Yeah, that one oh, song okay. that sucked. Debbie Gibson. Yeah. Well, that would have been a long time. Let's go yes. 
we're shocked at this. This new, game sucks. New kids on the block. Yes. Jim? Oh, he sounds so confident. You were very, I'll say yes, he was so oh, confident. Because he said yes, you're going with yes, Jim. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you son of a I thought for sure that would get him. 1991, they did. Uh, Clint Black. Oh, the man in black. Yeah, Clint Black Chevrolet. <sighs> That's not right. I know. I'm going to say no. Ah! He did in 1994. Really? Yes. Wow. Uh, John Goodman. What? The actor? Yes. 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 Was- With? What did he Go do? Ahead. Didn't he do one of those uh, Blues Brothers yes, things? Yes, with the Blues Brothers okay. he performed. Oh, points, extra 1997. Points. And finally, Phil Collins. Yes. All right, you did well. Yeah, you finished strong. Good job on that. Okay. All right. Uh, Jim, we're going to leave the Super Bowl with something. Another video posted at realradio.fm, Saturday Night Live. Uh, one of their skits in it. Uh, not the open, but they uh, talked about the Super Bowl where... Kind of bringing it back to the Revolutionary War, yeah. Where uh, the Battle of Bunker Hill, mm-hmm. and it was the Patriots from New England, and then the contingent, the Eagles. Well, right. they weren't Eagles, but people from Philly. So, kind of fighting it out as only obnoxious fans could. Hey. And you can actually <laughs> see the extended video. At, well, they are. Come on, Mel. Mm. The two most, the, the teams with the two most obnoxious fan groups, and mm-hmm. coming from New York, I know. Uh, I'm sorry, we only ranked three in that. In that. Oh, battle. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are the Patriots of New England, and we are unstoppable. Yeah! Do we even know how to lose? No. Dynasty. <laughs> That's the word you're looking for. Dynasty. <laughs> That's just how we do it in Massachusetts, Ken. <laughs> and Connecticut was there too. <laughs> Number one until the game was played. Eagles, congratulations to Philly. Uh, Natalie Portman was the host of Saturday Night Live this week. You can see that video at realradio.fm. Also, I posted another video. It was on, uh, I saw it online today. It's Will Smith from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You know, assume he's a fan of the Eagles, but it's not about that. It's about the people you surround yourself with because it's one of these. Uh, uh, things that are always true, but it, it's a good thing to repeat, especially to your kids. I know uh, uh, Mark Merrow, inspirational speaker, always talks about uh, show me who your friends are, and I show you, I'll show you who you are. So along that theme, here is Will Smith. Yeah, I just saw this uh, Rumi quote that I love: "Set your life on fire and seek those who fan your flames." The Philly translation of that is don't be hanging with no jank-ass jokers that don't help you shine. Yeah, it's all about... Oh, I'm going to remember that as best I can. Jank-ass jokers, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll write that down, put it in my wallet. Here you go, Jim. <laughs> A little more moment of inspiration before we finish up. Full video at realradio.fm, but it's about surrounding yourself with the right people. Look to the people around you. Are those people throwing logs on your fire or are they pissing on it? The people that you spend time with are going to make or break your dreams. Everybody don't deserve to be around you. You got to defend your light with your life. So who are the people in your life that are fanning your flames? Shout them out. Tag them below. Now, there you go. Now, Deuteronomy 412. No, I don't think <laughs> that's right. No. <laughs> Catch that video and all the others in every Super Bowl ad if you missed one. You can always uh, see it, realradio.fm. All the links are there for your viewing 
pleasure. That's the audio file for today, and I'm out. Who's going to own this one? The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell more than 1,150 points today. It's the largest single-point drop ever. In history. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. Thank you, really. Thanks, oh, Obama. No, Thanks a lot. Yeah. No, no, it has nothing to do with Obama. <laughs> told you, told you it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Started Shattered the ball rolling on this one more than a year ago. Now we're paying for it. So you would. <laughs> What's next? They're going to fire about 300 carrier plant employees. Oh, they did that too? Damn. Thanks, Obama. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A hunter in Maryland was hit in the head by a dead goose and was knocked out after he shot it out of the sky. Call John Lennon because it sounds like we have a case of instant karma. Next, a Christian blogger claims that yoga was designed to cause a demonic trance. Clearly this guy has never been to a yoga class. If yoga is wrong, I don't want to be right. Finally, according to the 2010 census, Monoe, Nebraska is the only town in the country with one resident. Must be hard having to police yourself constantly. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. At Real Radio 1041 on Twitter, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 1-888-978-1041. Regular round of closest to the pin next hour. Stephen Kramer, attorney at law. He'll be coming in at about 6. We've got uh, Doug coming in for Monday movie review. After a bit, Wanzie is uh, in a play in the Midwest for the next several weeks or so. So mm-hmm. he won't be with us for a while. Is he in Dubuque, Iowa? Jack saw a couple of movies or a few movies over the weekend, yeah. including mm, Three Billboards. You three saw Billboards. The Darkest Hour. Yep. And uh, The Greatest Showman as well. What do you think? Of Great Showman, three out of five. It was good. Uh, musical. I mean, it's it's, some choreographed numbers that are just amazing. However, they gloss over the uh, history of P.T. Barnum and, you know, present him in a, a very nice and favorable light like you would want for any, you know, uh, protagonist in the movie. But, uh, you know, I think the real, the truth behind it is he wasn't as uh, as much of a great guy as the Hugh Jackman character would lead you to believe. Mm. Um, but moving on, uh, three billboards liked it. Just just no, 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 really liked it. Oh. I give that four out of five. I'm going to it was it just gritty and people behaving the way real people would. And it, they they didn't go with the Hollywood formula for it. And when it ended, you it, it just the next day I kept. Thinking about it, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And Darkest Hour, I'm going four out of five on that. Gary Oldman, absolutely amazing as Winston Churchill. But I think it's fascinating because of the historical aspect of it. Really, 
focusing in on one month in the late 1930s that, you know, I know the movie Dunkirk has come out, which I now want to see because of Darkest Hour. Mm-hmm. And what an instrumental time that was, not only in, the, but in world history mm-hmm. uh, on, on how things were so fragile at that very time. And it's just, I thought it was a really good story. Interesting. And I think uh, something that, you know, people should see. I I, I think historical dramas like that, I, I think they can do do a lot of good. Yeah, I think if it sparks further interest in yeah. knowing, you know, because we all know that for the most part, movies are designed to, well, they're not designed to many times don't show all the truth behind what exactly has been happening. I thought he was terrific. I, If he doesn't get the Academy Award now, I haven't seen what other movies, what other movies where the men are, whatever the men are nominated. Right, for for the lead. Yeah. I, I have to look it up. I just thought Oldman was terrific. He was. but And that's why I did with P.T. Barnum. I mean, we were on the drive home and, you know, we were going through the Wikipedia page to see Okay, where did they kind of stray from the the truth? Right. And he wasn't as he was a little more exploitive than they let on in the in the film. Then you get into an argument about Wikipedia. Why would you get in an argument about that? <laughs> about who, whether who what's true and not true oh, about what's in Wikipedia. Is, oh, I, yeah. see what you mean. I like Wikipedia. I'm a fan, and he could have monetized knows, it a long I time mean. ago, but he didn't. That's why I donated five bucks every once in a while because mm. I got that kind of cash. Mm-hmm. Rich. <laughs> you talk about, uh, I wasn't here Thursday, I had a migraine, I was working on a migraine, I was trying to get rid of it, so thanks for helping out during my uh, during my absence, and I don't know, Friday, whether you talk, do you ever talk about the father in the courtroom that went after uh, Nasser? Oh, that was no. a great video, wasn't it? Didn't your heart just break for this guy? He did. Yeah, he on one hand, on one morning. hand, you say, this is not right, you gotta behave, yeah. you know, and on the other hand, I said, get him, go get him, you yeah. just, you just want, he said, that's what everybody wants to do if somebody's hurt your kid. Yeah. You want to just launch Let me for just him. a little bit of advice. Don't start talking to the judge about how you like a couple of minutes with Nasser in the room. You just stand there and then just go. Just do it. Just go. <laughs> it, was, it looked like a big union guy, too. Didn't he have eyes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers or something. He did. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I think it happened Friday morning, but it, it's one of those things where it just, your heart breaks because... Oh. You know, you as a head of your family, uh, everything about you know your family. It's like to is everything in your being is designed to protect your family. Well, the amount of guilt, yes, without that a doubt, you're because carrying, right? there's no there's no question that what, I I should have done something. I didn't did know. I do what did I do wrong? Did I do anything? I mean, just right. that load of yeah. guilt, and plus the fact you just want to destroy this individual who who hurt yes. members of your mm-hmm. family. I mean, we can understand the emotions, certainly, but, yeah. Well, the judge understood, too, because they did not charge him. Right. And today he got another 40, 50, 80-year sentence for something else. So he, yeah, he won't be getting out anytime soon. Where do they put him? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, Let's see. Mm. I mean, honor among thieves isn't it always said that these individuals child molesters are essentially the you know they're the ones that are the bottom of the barrel in the prison system they do not have a good time 
So I'm just wondering whether in his particular case, and I'm not trying to cut him a break or anything like that, but there is a there is a responsibility to make sure oh, that sure. men and women behind bars are, you know, are safe during their uh, their required sentence. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering whether in a, this particular case, I mean, you can't put him in solitary, can you? Mm-mm. Uh, today, the judge sentenced him to 40 to 125 years. Another, on top of what he already had, uh, she said she didn't believe his claim of remorse. And um, let's see. This is a judge, Janice Cunningham, revealed that just days before today's sentencing, during right. a jailhouse pre-sentencing interview, Nasser said his admission during plea hearings that his um, invasive procedures had no legitimate purpose was inaccurate. Now he's backing off of what he did. Yeah, these are these are just individuals, and they are amongst us who are just wired a particular way. I, I'm, I'm certainly I'm not a I'm not a, a medical expert. I'm not a psychiatrist. I just happen to believe in you know whether you want to call it biochemistry or whatever it is. The wires are just go to a different connection. He is attracted. Individuals like this are sexually attracted to 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 children, uh, and. I, I'm not by saying that I'm certainly not excusing their behavior other than to say they need to be segregated from society. But the, but when we throw around terms like evil and I, 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 I don't buy into that. I just buy into the fact that, you know, out of the shoot somewhere along the line, the wires got crossed or the wires are, are, are that way among a certain percentage of individuals. And because, ch- because we are responsible for the safety of children, we have to make sure that adults out there, who are attracted to children, sexually attracted to children, need to be segregated from the rest of us and kept to, kept away from children. Yeah, I think he. But really, I wonder whether behind yeah. closed doors, say, well, you know, I wonder. I don't know. I wonder whether these individuals, you know, say, well, this is this is who I'm. This is what this is what I'm attracted to. And if 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 biologically a human being is attracted. I mean, what do you mean to throw around? I I just don't buy into the evil. the 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 labels of these people are evil. I I I, I think that's a misnomer. Because mm-hmm. then you throw some kind of theological, religious, whatever into it, and I just don't. I just don't buy into that. Last week's judge, when she he she sentenced him last week, or maybe ten days ago, uh she, I think, gave him a little tougher of a sentence, maybe not, because he complained about having to listen to all the victims. Uh, so he denied it was the case. He, you know, he said, I didn't do it. And he said it was a legitimate procedure. Mm. And then I don't think I should have to listen to all of these girls come come before the court. And the judge was not amused. That's a sentencing hearing. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That doesn't bother me. Anything I'm just else? looking to see where the where the prison is, but it just says you'll be spending the rest of your life in a small prison cell. I don't think they said what prison he's going to yet. No, they won't do. They they're, not said, gonna, they're not going. They're not going. They're not going. Yeah, do I was looking to right. see if I could figure it out. But I, I just wonder whether it's just a general prison, or is there a prison set aside for sex offenders because mm-hmm. there is an obligation and responsibility among uh, among those of us and uh, in, in government to make sure that individuals, if they're sentenced, are 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 protected mm-hmm. and uh you know and are allowed to serve out their out their sentence whether that means uh you know they spend the rest of their lives behind bars or or whatever 
You know, we don't throw people in. We don't incarcerate people and let the general population take care of it. At least we try to prevent that, I would imagine. So I just don't know whether there's a prison where he's sent to. Hey, you can hang around with individuals who are just like you. Yeah, I don't which pedophile island. Prob- which he would probably like. Is there yeah, such pedophile. a thing, petty island? No, I don't think so. No, but there might be a, there might be prisons that are set aside or wings of prisons uh, that are set aside for individuals like this. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Phillips file on Real Radio one zero four point one. Your chance to win a trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio one zero four point one. It's time once again for the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Michael's not here. He's got a job. He's on stage in the Midwest for the never uh, for the next several weeks or so. But uh, Douglas is here. Hello, Douglas. I am here. Hey, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. Ex- excellent. Before we get into the movie, how was uh, Trash to Treasure? This is the uh, benefit that uh, UL Post. Yes, got my money and for a worthy cause for Keep Orlando Beautiful. They buy um, all kinds of they do all kinds of things, but they uh, recycle bins. They put them all over town and. They have a huge fundraiser every year that's all recycled fashion, and it was... Uh, People take trash and make it into uh, the, something beautiful. The most un, yeah, unbelievable stuff you can... A woman took like six different parachutes that she found someplace at some thrift store or something, and she just made... She made this, like genie speed, pants or something? No, this whole steampunk giant, and some of them are barely can get through the curtains to get onto the stage. Right. I mean, there's a... Fifty foot runway, they all go down. It's 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 amazing. Good, 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 good. Yeah, it's a great event. They raised twenty five thousand dollars, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. Buys a lot of bins. Now, are are, that's a are, lot are of people bins. allowed to buy the outfits? No. What happens to them? No. Uh, I don't know what one? happens. They, they there is a place where the, every year they bring back all the winners are there. So this year you go and see the past four winners are, are around the room and stuff. Yeah, I wonder why they don't auction them off or something. I don't know. It's a good idea. I think the people that make them want them. I Probably. Well, oh, you know, there's that. Yeah. yeah. There was a woman this year that spent 320 hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Making her thing. Do you know how to sew? I don't. Because I... I was about to say, I I'm wish I did, but I really don't. else and where yeah. it is, they have a sewing class. Hmm. And so I'm like, well, gee, how, how, hard, how hard can that be? Oh, come on. They that's have them. Well, I don't like, know. That's a talent. So. They have them at the cloth stores. Yeah, I'm thinking stuff. about yeah. making my own suit because I can't find a oh suit. Oh, my to... God. Stop it. Why that's you... go, that's going to look like. Maybe a knit one. Aren't there other pe- tailors that could make you a suit? I don't know. I think uh, maybe, you know. Oh, you just want to do it. You I think, want yeah, another I think... skill in your Yeah, I think I, I think I could make a suit. I think I could make a suit. Oh, my God. Well... You'd look like you were from Little House on the Prairie or something. You would look like. Charles Engel, or something. It would look, I mean, really. Well, you have time between your movie gigs. Oh, that's Aren't true. Sure. Exactly. Well, you're going to auditions. Yeah, yeah, between. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Of course, the way the market handled today, I'm, you know, I Man. thought maybe I could go to Hollywood. I wouldn't need that uh, restaurant job to show up for auditions, but now it's you not looking so it. good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Biggest have... drop in history. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know who's probably on the roof. I mean, it's to... like his favorite thing to brag about, isn't it? What's that? The stock market. Wasn't yeah, it yeah, how yeah. well it was oh, yeah. doing? Yeah, oh, sure, that was of course. His, yeah. That's one of the things he's bragging about. He yeah. said, he, you know, he's responsible for the, you know, for the mm-hmm. for the advances in the stock market since he took office, you know, a year or so ago. And now that it's dropped, right. you know, what, there's not a peep 1,600 out of points peep. in the past nope. two days. Yeah. No, nothing. Nope. Yeah. He'll say it's Obama's fault. <laughs> what did you go to? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but he will. No, but he <laughs> will. No. What, how, what difference does that make? Oh, my God. Yeah. Come on. Well, it all started with Obama. No, no, it's not his other fault. Yeah. Treasonous no, Americans. Something he did. Well, did you get to the movies? Oh, Jim, I did. I went to go see The Greatest Showman. The Greatest oh. Showman. Jack has seen this. We won't talk about that if you didn't hear Jack's review. So what did you think about it? I and Hugh Jackman. enjoyed it. Greatest Showman. But not, I wasn't crazy about it. It was a musical. It was a musical. And a danceable. How about and, the bar scene? And there's scene? a lot of dancing. The bar scenes, the, that's some great dancing, and that, that scene was they nice. They practiced that for seven months. What? They did, really? Yeah. Rehearsed. You rehearsed that. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Did show, you take your Show t- talk. Did you take your daughter? I did. Two, right. Both of my daughters wanted to go. Would you have gone otherwise? That's the only reason I went to see it. Yeah. Okay. Because they dragged me. Come and on. it was free for me. Movie pass. It's, it's a little like Pollyanna, huh? Mm-hmm. What's that mean? Yeah. Like, goody, goody. feel good. Yeah. They is really that, want you to feel good. Yeah. Is that wrong? You make I'm, it sound like it's wrong. No, yes. but it's to, to the point of destruction, yeah. Oh, oh. I mean, there's scenes, obviously, they have to take the bad, and then Charlotte could be really good later. Uh-huh. But it's it's a little... Uh-huh. Has he been nominated? It's Best a little actor? much. Hugh no. Jackman? Don't believe so. No. Mm. He got a Golden Globe nomination, but they split it there. Right. So... This is about P.T. Barnum, or is this a made-up story about P.T. Barnum? I am not quite sure. Uh, no, it, it it follows him, like his relationship with... Uh, Tom what, Thumb. It, it, absolutely, Tom Thumb is Tom in it. Thumb. And uh, even, Tom Thumb. even the singer he uh, brings over, but then they fictionalize... Jenny Lynn. And I, I Jenny Lynn. I wasn't sure if the whole marrying well above his station and that whole thing right. was... Right, where they were yeah. with that. So they kind of take some historical fact, yeah. and then they he spends his whole life trying to prove himself. Yeah, okay. To right. the, yeah, to the point where it doesn't serve him well, and then he gets back to his roots. And... Did the real P.T. Barnum in any way look like Hugh Jackman? No idea. Oh, I yeah. doubt it. Because sometimes, you know, they get actors and say, oh, I can see a little bit of a resemblance there. Yeah. Even Tom Hanks in the post, kind of with the hair, whatever. Looks I thought like he looked ben old in it, too. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Did he really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And there's no kind of shirtless scenes or anything. No, oh, too bad, huh? Lame. No. Well, I mean, it's he's a so man. Jim, to answer so your handsome. question. Zach Efron, neither. Yeah, to answer your question, Jim, yes. the five nominees for Best Actor Are. this year include Daniel Day-Lewis for mm. Phantom Thread, uh, Timothy uh, Chalamet for Call Me By Your Name, <laughs> David Kaluuya uh, for get, for get Out. Get Out, yeah. You oh, saw, no did way. you see Get Out? I did. Yeah. I thought it was... Ugh, moderate so awful i thought you, you didn't like Doug it didn't i didn't like it either i didn't think it was all that i, I just know, it was interesting it was, was kind of different but i didn't think it was and they're like you just didn't get it and i go no there's nothing subtle about it <laughs> yeah. it's super in your face and i don't want to see a movie about brain transplants Ugh, stop it spoiler alert <laughs> Uh, uh, Denzel yeah. Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire, which I haven't heard anything about that movie. Me neither. Yeah. And or, then finally, Gary Oldman, Darkest yeah. Hour, which... Put oh, your wait. money on Oldman. I know, and I'm trying to see that one, but it, I don't even think it's any place near town. That and the one Mary J. Blige is in. What's that called? Oh, Mud something Mud. Yeah, Mudbound. Mudland. Mudland. Yeah. Mudland. Mud, mud what? Mudbound. 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 Excuse me. What did I say, Mudville? Mudland. Casey up the back. Yeah, or whatever the Casey yeah, was struck the out. And All the who's down in Mudland. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do you think of... Uh, I'm going to give it three. Three pink triangles. It's, it's fine me. to see. And I'm sure it would be much better on the bigger screen, don't you think, than the smaller, but... The greatest get, show. Get your movie past. You wear a red coat and a top hat. And That's it. Yeah, exactly. And Tom Thumb. and He is an accomplished song and dance man, though. 
You're Tom, not taking that away from no, him. No, 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 yeah, no, and he's great in the movie. I mean, it's that glee kind of, it's overdubbed and they're lip syncing and... Oh, yeah. Oh, is that I mean, right? it's, it's you know, recorded in the studio sure. rather than, yeah. But, yeah, it's decent. You smile the whole way through. Well, with three triangles, that means you should see it in the theater, maybe, huh? You should see it in the theater because it's a spectacle. So, yeah. so if you see it on the small screen, uh, yeah. it's it'll lose a, a lot of something. Yeah, probably. Go, uh, what probably. are you watching this for? <laughs> Stupid red box. <laughs> Nobody gets red yeah. box nowadays. <laughs> Don't they? I see people they, they do. Yeah, they Someone gets one all the time. They do. Yeah. Yes. Of course. They yeah. take a DVR home and they pop it. Really? Yes. Oh, for Look at all. It's available yeah. quicker than, than <laughs> Most so savvy now. HBO I and the rest of them. I think that's going to go the way of Blockbuster. Yeah. Four months ago, we were explaining you have to put batteries in your remote control. All right, and, listen. Yeah. Well, now I've, I've, I get to figure <laughs> out exactly how to get Netflix Onto the TV. I can watch it on my phone, but I cut, it doesn't... You hit the little but casting there's like a, symbol. There's like a month when the movie leaves the theater, yeah. goes yeah. to Redbox, and, yes. and then is on yeah. TV. Yeah, or right. on something, on oh, one of them. So you right. have to be so desperate to see it that you have to get a Redbox? Mo, for Hanukkah, a couple years ago, I got you a Chromecast. I which, have Chromecast. Yeah, that allows you to take Hello? it from your phone and send it to your I TV. I can't figure it out. Oh, boy. Oh. I swear to God. It's like, So I end up watching The Amazing Mrs. Maisel on like my this like phone. It's like, okay. Really? It's a good show. I, I watch TV on my phone all the time. I can't <laughs> really? figure it out. I have Netflix on my phone, and I just sit in bed. And, and we just got a smart TV. Another, yet another giant-ass smart TV, and I cannot get got- it. From yeah. the phone. Yeah. The amazing, to- uh, or whatever, Mrs. Maisel, that's uh, that's Amazon, right? Yes. Yes. Amazon video. Yes. 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 I have uh-huh. that, too. i got to get to it. You like it. But if you hold the phone like this, it's yeah. l- it's big screen. <laughs> yeah. oh, right up to your face. Well, yeah. That's four true. inches from <laughs> your eyes. <laughs> yeah. You're laying in bed and you're watching like, a okay. Netflix show. I mean, uh-huh. there's nothing wrong on with that. On my iPhone 5. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> you're really living it up, aren't you? My yeah. 6 went in the Danube. I'm sorry. Oh. Are, you in a, uh, are you in a rush? No. Okay. Well, what are you up to, by the way? James, no, I have some trivia. distressing news. What's Uh-oh. That? And we have uh, just four more weeks of trivia at Hamburger Mary's. Stop it. Oh. You what just have hel- four more weeks? We have a, our final day is February 28th. That's just wrong. Wait, that means, the contract's not being renewed? Or what's happening? Uh, that's basically you, what's happening. You saw yes. your shadow or something? There's oh, a, oh, we had God. a nine and a half year run, and this is wrong. it's coming to a screeching halt. You this are the coming. number one trivia guy in That's just amount of campaign. Only according to the Orlando Weekly, the... And, uh, Watermark and the Orlando Magazine, but well, more people should have come, apparently. <laughs> oh, <That's>, well. well <laughs> in these honor, things happen. Yeah, I guess. Can't just vote for me, people. Well, wait a minute. Are they doing away with trivia, or are they just are they, doing away are with they we're getting I, They're looking for something hosts. to do on Wednesday. No, they're not getting a different host. That's, you that, should yeah. never well, do wrong. away with something until you have a replacement. Are, they gonna, are, you, are you telling them or are you are telling you gonna, me? I'm telling them. Okay. Are you gonna, they're just going to flop around they, they, for a while? Been, What's happening? They've been very, very good to me for the last nine and a half years, and I'm grateful as can be. Well. And if they have other opportunities they'd like to throw my way, I'm ready and willing and able. I'm sure, you know, all of a sudden this has come to an end that people are going to be showing up. Trivia. Where is Douglas? Exactly. Where is Doug? Exactly. Oh my God. For nine and a half years, Wednesday I've had is friends it, right? that I see free everyone. Doug, you know, free Doug, we got to get down to your trivia. I go, oh, it's been running for nine years. 
Oh, and I'm yeah. talking to you, this group I'm surrounded by right now. I've been to it. Beg your Thank pardon. You. Just saying. <laughs> you were going to come down as a team one time. I, I think, think I would be tempted to uh, sup from the Devil's Run, so I can't. Uh, oh, you're afraid to go to a place like that? Yeah. You can't go to a bar anymore? No, it's very dicey for me. <laughs> that's, what about, that's what about excuse, weddings? That's the excuse I use for not uh, having to Going go Going to out. anywhere, yeah. yes. Uh-huh, weddings? Good. Weddings. Would, Where they think, might be drinking. You don't I would go think either. alcoholics would be scared at weddings. Oh, well, well, it was my case. Saying. I was at Moe's wedding, and they were just out of control. We were not out, out of control. control. It was a brunch. How much did you drink at a brunch? Of the Bloody Marys. Uh, they did have that, yeah. God, mm. Bloody Mary. My mother was Same. a Bloody Mary aficionado. Oh, they're a good time. Was she? Yeah, she Can I just tell Bloody people Mary. as a bartender, don't come in a bar at 9 o'clock at night and order a Bloody Mary. Oh, just you're stop not it. <laughs> That's just wrong. Stop that it. That is wrong. Stop it. <laughs> stop it is right. Yeah. Hey, you don't know when they got up. Uh, yeah. yeah, still. You're not their hey, dad. No. Sorry. It's dark outside. No bloody money, I'm not, I'm no, not even. No. Yeah. Right, I tell let me take no. a little break. We'll get back to Doug and Monday movie review in a bit. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Back to Monday movie review. Michael is in the Midwest on stage. Douglas is with us. Reviewed the Hugh Jackman movie. What's the name of that movie again? The Greatest, the greatest showman. showman. The Greatest Showman. And give it, what, three? Three. Pink triangles. Mm-hmm. Which is... Eh, no, Michelle Williams her name's in it, too. We'll and she's good. Who, Who is? Michelle Williams. Heath Ledger's old wife. Blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, old yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, now that he's dead, he's... Yeah, her mm-hmm. old... Yeah. Right. What was I going to ask? There's something else I was going to ask you now. I can't remember. What was it, Jim? I, I don't remember now, Douglas. Oh, man. Was it about trash to treasure? No, or it wasn't no? about that. It was something oh. else, and it just slipped my... You know, this happens as you get older. Oh, I see. The rest of you will find this out not too distant future. Oh, it happened to me five minutes ago. <sighs> me too. I just, but Moira's older than I am. It's yeah, there. by about a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's keep that in mind. <laughs> It's yeah. 10 days. Don't... I'm older than him by 10 days. Okay, well, you just said it. You are older I than me. I am older you. than Douglas by 10 days. All right. Douglas, do you have... Do I have one? almost came back. It just almost came oh! back, and then it just slipped away again. Oh, for Son of a gun. sake. Yeah, you have to start to shake it off. I don't know what it would have had to do with. I had Was to do it about something. Hamburger Mary's? No, oh. stop. Now you're just confusing oh, me right. more. Sorry. Do you have some trivia there? Right. I do. Uh-huh. And let's be very clear, there's four more Wednesdays left. I don't want people to think I'm done now. No, no, certainly not. Jim, one of every ten active duty soldiers in the Army is assigned to Fort Hood. What state is Fort Hood in? That's in uh, Fort Hood. Uh, that's it's Texas. For, it's for anybody. I oh. just was reading it to Jim. Moira. What are the first names of the three? Wait, you didn't say the that answer. was correct. Texas, yes. Oh, what were the th- what are the three? No, my army bases. First <laughs> names of the Jonas Brothers. Pinkman. Pinkman. Nick. Joe. And that other. Oh, what one. was the other? You're to complete this. Lee. Oh, I know. Jonah. 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 No. Jonas. Their last name is Jonas. 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 Nick. Jonas. Can't believe that word. Is it something with an L? No. It, can you give us a letter? And a K, yeah. Oh, oh Kevin. It's Kevin. Nick, Kevin, and Joe. Kevin. Points. Oh, there it is. My last name, terms. what U.S. president comes last alphabetically? Wilson, Moira. Wilson, Wilson, that's Wilson, correct. Moira. Of the Canadian provinces, which comes last alphabetically? Jack, Yukon Territory. No, it's not a province. Oh. Moira, Saskatchewan? Quebec. Saskatchewan is correct. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I feel Point. like you can see my sheet or no, something. No, I can't see anything. The National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, Jim. Who knew there was <laughs> such a thing? Yeah. 
says that this team stadium is MLB's Major League Baseball's only park to sell more sausages than hot dogs. That is uh, Fenway Park. It's not. No, 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 no. no. Mm. Uh, oh, is it something in Milwaukee? Milwaukee, Milwaukee is there correct. There you go. Oh, Good thinking. Fouls in the NBA include technical fouls, personal fouls, and what fouls called for unnecessary or excessive contact against an opponent. Unsportsmanlike conduct. No. Mm. All right. Oh. We're on fire. Uh, NBA, you said, right? They Fourth have hood. technical fouls, personal fouls, and flagrant fouls. Oh, oh flagrant, flagrant fouls. Often seen at Disney in the summers. What flag has the words Ordem e Progresso on it? Do it again, what? Often seen at Disney in the summer. What country's flags has the word Ordem e Progresso on it? Ordem e Progresso. That would, Jim, that would be... Uh, Italy. Italy. No. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, Sounds the like order of progresso. <laughs> make it progresso or make it yourself. Is that why? It's the Brazilian flag. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what bien. month does the U.S. celebrate Flag Day? Moira, June. June is correct. What aromatic herb essential to Bernays sauce has a sweet flavor similar to licorice? Moira, anise? No. Oh, yes. Oh, Well, no. anise does too, but yes. Oh, what? Oh. Pink men. Clove. <laughs> Moira's no. her own sound what effect machine. Tarragon. Oh, tarragon. I believe tarragon is the only oh. thing that separates oh. Bernays from, what's the other sauce that's yellow? Oh. Uh, hollandaise. Oh. Hollandaise. Points. Mm. Oh. There you go. What former child star was the narrator of Arrested Development? Pinkman. Jason Bateman. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Moira, Macaulay Culkin. No. Mm. Oh, I Jim Shirley Temple. No, no, no. no. Sorry. I forget. No. Ron Howard. Oh, duh. Oh, what Ron Oscar Ron. winner played the lead in the movie Newsies? Pinkman. Christian Bale. Christian Bale is yeah, correct. Nice. Very what good. Canadian-based five-star hotel chain with 100 properties worldwide also has one in Orlando? Pinkman. Grand Bohemian. No. Pinkman. No. Yeah. Okay. Wait. What? Pinkman. Omni. No. Damn it. Jim the W. Marriott. No. Pinkman. Uh, Weston. Pinkman. Hyatt. Matt Hilton. Hyatt. Back four, four seasons. Four seasons. Four. Four something. Seasons. Four. Oh, four something. <laughs> what large hotel chain based uh, owned by a British company was named after a movie? That's the Ritz. It's not. That's the Biltmore. What? It's not. That's, Jack, the, that's the Pulp Fiction. It's not. What is it? Holiday Inn. Oh, no, God. Duh. oh, come on. <laughs> Here's a little gay question. As, okay. a solo ar- as a solo artist, what was George Michael's first number one in the U.S.? Pinkman. Careless Whisper. Careless Whisper is correct. Yes. 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 You are gay. Yeah. 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 Pulling through. Boy Some bands. Time and... Magazine picked what musical as the greatest musical of the 20th century? It features a carnival barker. Jim, that's uh, the Music Man. No. That's that... a good one, though. Yeah. Ooh, uh-huh. Pinkman. Uh-huh. Pippin. No. No, Jim, that is... uh, No, that's the one with... uh, No, uh, hold on. That's Oklahoma. No, that is Seven Brides for Seven Brides. No, 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 stop. Okay, wait. Um, Meet me in St. Louis. It's about a merry-go-round. That is is the... The that Fantastics. Was ter- I don't know. It's cats. Cats. <laughs> Carousel. Oh, sir. Ah, Merry Christmas. Oh, no points there, huh? Boing, no, boing, boing. no gay points there. Uh, All right, once again, besides Hamburger Mary's uh, every uh, Wednesday for the next several weeks. Yes, I've got, still got my running gig at Bingo on uh, at uh, Stonewall every Saturday, okay. Jim. We give out the bad porn, serve oh, up good. some $3 Prizes. cocktails, <laughs> yeah. and just have a good time. So on go a, see Doug on Saturday on if Saturday you don't want him to get fired from that job. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's what Hamburger Mary's needs is just to hand out some bad porn.
on Wednesdays. I, I have a lot of it in my <laughs> trunk. I could just, <laughs> Your I trunk. Could just bring it in and give oh, it out. Okay. Well, that's great, isn't it? People, this is going to sound disgusting, but people bring it back sometimes so I can Ew. give it away again. Uh, but. <laughs> oh, they God. want you to share they bring this. it back. They say this is absolutely disgusting. Yeah, please share. They say because it's um, the worst stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And the cover is bad, but they say it's even worse. <laughs> it's even worse when you play it. The covers it- are the best because the ju- they just what uh, what was the word they misspelled the other day? Misspelled. Oh, um, no, I can't say it on the air. <laughs> oh no, oh, like, man. In the back there, we, you know. Yes. It's like Forrest Hump. They or left the like H that. out of. Oh, see. Oh. Just Olay. It's, and it's always like men in uniform <laughs> and stuff like that. It's like the that best. soccer matches. Uh, yeah. Olay. As Olay, Olay, Olay. As Olay. As Olay. That's nice. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Uh, we'll Thank see you. you next uh, Monday. I'll be here. It's a Monday movie review oh, on Mom. Real Radio 104.1. This has been the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Let's get a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A Texas middle school student paid a stripper over the phone to show up to his middle school. They say everything is bigger in Texas, including the ass and this kid is gonna get from his parents. Next. An ice cream truck driver was jailed after attacking a rival ice cream man who set up shop on his turf. Who you trying to get crazy with? Don't you know he's low-cone? Finally, a man has been taken to jail after he took a sledgehammer to dozens of police cars. Funny, now the law is going to be the one bringing the hammer down on him. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com And Transmission that's right. When it's time to purchase that new home or maybe you want to refinance the home you're currently living in, we are not the banks.com is a direct lender and they are mortgages made easy, can close in 30 days in most cases. If you have good credit, they can get a get you a loan with great rates. If you've had credit problems in the past, they can still work with you. They even have special loan programs for self-employed people. And if you want to finance a mobile home, the folks at wearenotthebanks.com can help with that as well. For all your mortgage needs, their service is second to none. Brad Siebert and his team, they're working for you. You find them online at wearenotthebanks.com. Want to play a game? Call now for Closest to the Pin, 407-916-1041. From the... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is Closest to the Pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! I'm telling you. Oh, for Pete's sake. I think Jim is LBJ when it comes to pants now. You're complaining about LBJ. I know my body changes as I I get older, Uh but still, this low riding, uh, you know, seam up your ass. I don't, you know, and splitting your nutsack in half (laughs) for crying out loud. Come on. Where's that LBJ cut? That makes me laugh (laughs) every time. I got to find a tailor. I got to talk to Kramer. Time for that regular round of closest to the pin. Mm -hmm. I'm playing against Nick and. Mike is the backup. Oh I'm going to the soundproof booth. All right, Mr. Pinkman, what prize is available today? 
It is a pair of tickets to the PowerShares QQQ300 on Saturday, February 17th at Daytona International Speedway. Speed Weeks 2018 kicks off the NASCAR season with seven races spread over nine action-packed days. You can get your seats today at DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com or call 1-800-PIT-SHOP for more info. Sweet! PowerShares uh, yeah. Triple Q tickets on the line. QQQ. Let's get Nick I should have said Triple Q. It's Triple Q, but that's cool. QQQ. Uh, Sounds good, too. It sounds like you're doing a Dukes of Hazard, Roscoe P. Coltrane. Q-Q-Q-Q-Q-Q. It also That's sounds like imitation. Jeopardy Daily Double. Q-Q-Q-Q-Q-Q-Q. <laughs> hey, Nick. Hey, Mr. Bradshaw on the file. How you doing? Say Q-Q-Q uh, and we can play this game. Q-Q-Q. There you oh, go, yeah. buddy. All right. We have a category <laughs> submitted by Mark Quinn, a longtime Philadelphia Eagle fan yeah. who's on cloud nine today. Thanks, Mark. And it's called Mr. Jimmy. No NFL, however, in honor of Philly winning Super Bowl 52. Famous celebrities from Philly's birthday game. Okay? Mm. I will name yeah. five celebrities from Philadelphia. You tell me how old they are. Are you ready to go, Nick? I am ready. Okay, pal. Let's zero out the clock, and we'll begin your round in three, two, one. Will Smith. 47. Bradley Cooper. Uh, 42. Tina Fey. Tina Fey is 51. Kevin Hart. Uh, 38. Reggie Jackson. 69. Time. All right. Good job. We're going to put you on hold. It ain't a me on this. quick time. What's that, Mo? It ain't a me on the it's list. It's cool. We're not on the Nicholson School of Communications yeah. well. And we wanted to keep everything in the two-digit school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Wrecked. Guys are funny with a capital PH. Thank you. Hey, uh-huh. Jack said the joke, not me. Yeah. Thank you. Then give him all welcome. credit for being funny. Thank, thank you. <laughs> He's the funny one. Okay. I'm just a guy. You're the comedian. You're the stand-up comic. Well, let's not go. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Overboard, on, right? Kind of just trying, I'm trying to be positive and be nice. And... As a millennial, millennial, you know, you just can't. You got to tell him something nice yeah. every day. Yeah. Here's a trophy. Thank you. All right, Jim, welcome back. Category submitted by Mark Quinn. Yep. Fly, Eagles, fly. He is a huge Eagles fan. Mm. He's quite happy today. Should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says, Mr. Jimmy, no NFL. However, in honor of Philly winning Super Bowl 52, famous celebrities from Philly birthday game. I'll name a celebrity from Philadelphia. You guess their age. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Zero at the clock for you. And begin in three, two, one. Will Smith. Uh, 48. Bradley Cooper. 46. Tina Fey. Uh, 53. Kevin Hart. Um, uh, 44. Reggie Jackson. 71. Time. Ooh. You were speedy. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, but Jim, it's tougher with these short uh, question games to make up that difference because Jim, today and this week, you're playing with a five-second handicap. Every single day. I'm adding five seconds to your time. Oh, boy. Unprecedented. Oh, man. It's close. You oh. want to add any more time, Jim? No. Okay. Mm. All right. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> You're playing against Nick, and thanks to Mark Quinn for the category. Congratulations to your Eagles, Mark Quinn. Good game. Famous. Cele- it was mm-hmm. a good game. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so famous celebrities from Philly. Let's <clears> go <throat> with Will Smith. Heard from him earlier today. How old is Will Smith? Nick said. They were one apart. Nick said 47. Jim said 48. 49, Jim gets the point. Mm-hmm. He leaves Nick, one nothing. What about Bradley Cooper sitting in uh, the owner's box Damn. last night for the game? Jeffrey Lurie. 
Go ahead, Mo. 42, Nick said. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> said you, cute. you said cute. Cute, oh, okay. cute, cute. That's right. Cute, but he cute, also cute. starred in Silver Linings Playbook, and right. it was all about being a Philly fan and that. Uh, good movie, by the way. So Bradley Cooper, Nick said how old? 42. And Jim? 46. Yeah. The answer? 43. Nick gets the point. It's a tie game. How about Miss Bossy Pants herself, Tina Fey? She was in Saturday Night Live in that skit we played earlier today, this week. Tina Fey from Philly. Too high on us. How old for Tina Fey? Nick said. 51. Jim? 53. The answer, 47. Whoops. Oh, yeah. Whoops is right. Nick now leads 2-1, to Jim. Uh Uh-oh. Let's see what you can do with Kevin Hart. Okay. Okay. Paul Blart himself, Nick said. 38. Oh, not Kevin Hart, You're the comedian. You're Kevin James. Kevin James, yeah. So Kevin Hart, the comedian from Jumanji. <laughs> he was in the new Jumanji, yes. New Jumanji. Uh-huh. New Jumanji. New Nick Jumanji. Nick said for Kevin Hart. 38 years old. Oh, Jim. 44. On the money. 38 years oh, old. No. Double points for Nick. It's 4-1. Oh, 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 that win. hurts. Oh, and you can't win. Even I if you win. get Reggie Jackson no. on the dot, you can't win. Nope. Reggie Jackson, Nick said. 69, and Jim Jim. said 71. On the money. 71. Double points for Jim. He loses 4-3. All right, good job, Uh, Nick. Thanks for playing closest to the pin. Oh, that hurts. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin, pin, pin. What? Turn your mic on, Jim. On Mondays, uh, re- review things you were up to and what I was up to over the weekend. But among other things, Mo went to the Mount Dora Art Festival on Saturday. Ooh. And the question she had, should you buy art for someone else? Is it too personal? Ooh. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Uh, My we personal saw- feeling on that is as, as a birthday. probably, pro- probably <laughs> should shy away from that. Unless you know somebody who's collecting a particular artist. Mm. Yeah, some some particular insight as to why that would be a good. There yeah, is. It was oh, totally yes. The uh, pottery by that, that that or the paintings by you know Thomas whatever, and uh, you know you buy, but ooh, that's that could be dicey, Mo. Yeah, I know that could be dicey. It was. Uh, we thought it was beautiful. We thought it had significance for the couple that we bought it for, uh, and uh, their birthdays are within a couple of days of each other. So we got it for them, and it was. I mean, uh, we were both. Uh, my husband and I both are drawn to it, you know, and kept coming back to it. And so why didn't you buy it for yourself? No, because we bought, I mean, we were drawn to it for them. This oh, would okay. be perfect for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you both agree on well, it. Well, it's in their closet, so, you know, so they can grab it out of there and put it on the wall before, you know, right before you come over. We did tell them over. there's no pressure. You know, if you don't like it or whatever. Have you ever gotten anything from somebody who said, I think, and it's, you're going, oh, this is beautiful. And it's. Mm, no. Just not your taste or something you. I, I don't think you have. Yeah. Mm, I don't think I have. Um, but it's something that we thought of. You know, we thought of them. It looked like them. It looked like it was significant and meaningful for them. And so we decided to get it at the festival. And I love the piece. And if they don't like it, you know, we said, please don't, you know, I mean, we're boxing it up and sending it up to them. And if you don't like this, please yeah, let us know. Please tell us. And because just send it back. We will absolutely not feel offended at all. Because art is one of those personal uh, things, so and it's totally fine, you know. So uh, don't feel obligated or guilty. There wouldn't we, be a little bit of oh, I didn't like this. No, 
Because I love no, it. What's wrong we with both them? They lo- didn't like this. Nope, we we both, love it, and they didn't like it. We both love it, and we would find a place for it of honor oh, in our home. Can you believe Moira's taste, and she's trying to give us oh, this? We Where go. are we going to put it? She's got to put. make sure, just make sure when they come over, when they visit, we got to have this thing on the wall <laughs> or wherever the, it is. In the guest bedroom. So they uh-huh. see it, because they can say, where's that? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a beauty. So anyway, yeah. it's um. I think overall. Probably a bad idea. Generally speaking, yeah. In this particular case, I mean, you know them and maybe their tastes and whatever, but far too often people say, hey, this, I think this would look terrific in your apartment. And you're going, Ugh. Where am I going to put that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can put it behind the bathroom door. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. a lovely live, laugh, love painting. Mm-mm. No. So, yeah, I think I think it's pretty and it's significant. So I, I would, you know... Well, I don't know. Maybe they don't like it. Well, I'm sure we'll hear all about it. <laughs> They're not going to say? People are not generally like that. Say, hey, thanks for the piece of crap. We don't like it. We're going to send it back to you. We hate this. It doesn't. What would you get this for? Okay, you know, what, what if it was my children? What did you get this for? If I was getting something for my children, right, and I saw something at an art show, and yeah. I, I bought something for one of my daughters, yes. and I said, this just called to me. I think this is this set, scra- you know, screamed your name. You're guilting them then. Then you're putting something. This I screams your name. They're like, oh, God, Ma bought something, and she's, you know. If you don't like it, but I can tell my kids, if you don't like it, send it. Be on- my kids are honest enough to say, this is not my taste at all. I've done it with clothes. You know, they've done it with clothes. Like, Ma, I know. Well, then you don't know them very well. They're very, one of them is very particular. The other one is not. Sometimes, Jim, with your kids, you get things that you think they should like, even though they say they don't. It's like uh, women Mm -hmm. buying clothes for men. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, you know, you know. Well, I think some men, because they're so lazy and they just don't have any sense of whatever. Thank you. So they're, you know, so their wife or their, you know, their, their partner. You know, buy some something, and they're fine with it. Yes. But other men say, please don't. You know, please. You know, thank you, but please don't. Mm. It's, you know, just don't just don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. Here, honey, I bought you a suit. Well, no. But, <laughs> um, I think men buy their wives' clothes and get them into Then you have, a- have another suit at work that you change into. I think men have a, a, a similar problem if they buy something for their wife. You know, the size or the color or the cut or the whatever, it may not be exactly what, you know. I think that's dangerous. I think if you want to buy something for your wife or your, your partner. Buy it smaller. No, you go with them. <laughs> and uh, if they like it, no. buy it for them. Just buy it in a smaller size. If you think if you're, if you're vacillating between two sizes, buy it in the smaller one. So then they won't say, my God, I'm not a size 400. I'm only a 350. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, that's... oh no! Then they put it on, and then you're bulging out in certain areas, and it goes. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea either. If anything, don't they can't get zip. They can't zip it up in the back. Don't get the extra extra large though. Don't, you know, don't get the two X if you don't have to, because you know then they're going to say, "Oh, you think I'm I'm a two XL? Really?" I think it's I think it, I think it's just dangerous territory when you're buying personal oh. things for people because no one wants to hurt your feelings if they don't like it. Yes. Most people are not that honest. Most people say, well, thank you very much. I mean, that's uh, that's very kind of you. What am I going to do with this? You ever bought your wife clothes? Yes. Okay. Well, everybody falls into the trap, yeah, if you will. Together. Oh, so she knew it wasn't a surprise gift. It was just something that you went together, you bought it, yeah, and then wrapped like it up. If and... you like it, if you like it, uh, buy it for you. Yeah, but uh, no, just, hi, here I bought you a, a suit for work. No. Or whatever, yeah.
No. I mean, I saw this pretty sweater. No I saw this. I would buy her a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, if she said, I was looking at this and I really like it, so okay, well, I'll, you know, yeah, I, get to, I might jot it down. You have a birthday coming up or yeah, something. I get yes. it, but sure. uh, just go shopping and buy something. No. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky. I mean, in that whenever my husband buys me something, it normally A, fits, and B, is something that I would wear. So I, I got pretty lucky. You know, he buys things that look. Is there anything he's ever bought for you where you didn't like it? It, did, again? it didn't fit. You know, it didn't fit right. Mm. It didn't fit me properly. So it hangs in my closet and I kick myself, you know, like, God, I should be able to fit in that. But yeah. So that was the only thing, you know, is that it's really pretty. And I wish, you know, the last 10 pounds I could wear it. I oh, tried it on the other day pounds. and I buttoned it. Huh? Oh, tell me about your pounds. What's the problem? Ah, it's just, uh, you know, just... uh, When you went to try on a suit? Oh, please. I'm convinced now that essentially, for the most part, uh, most suits are made in one factory, probably in Thailand, and they just put different labels on them. Why? And they put them on the rack. Why? Because they're generally the same. The materials suck uh, anymore. There's not a lot of uh, quality to, to suits. Even when you're spending a significant amount of money, mm. you know, and I, look, I realize the prices go up and inflation and this and that, and whatever. And, you know, a $400 suit that was, you know, 15, 20 years ago is not a $400 suit anymore. It's a, maybe a $700 suit. I understand that. But I don't think the quality of, is, is as good as it used to be. I just don't. I think it's cheap material. Um, some of these uh, some of these jackets that you look at, they don't even have a, have a, they have half a lining inside. Half a lining? Yeah. How can you have half a lining? Take a look at them. It's it's just it's weird. It's it just, goes to your armpits, yeah. and that's it. Oh, that's like what is this? And then the and so I'm going to ask Kramer what it costs to have a suit made. Great conversation what, amongst the one percenters. What do you think? Mm. I look. <laughs> I work long and hard to be a one percenter. Maybe you can too. Uh, I'll keep, what do you think? Yeah, it, what do you think it costs a thousand? To have a suit made, mm, I'd say that's a good more. starting point. <laughs> By the way, I'm not a one percenter, but what a thousand dollars for a suit? Yeah, and then you go, why, oh. why, why would any more? I mean, there used to be a time when I when I wore suits to work. Yeah, but that's when a lot of people were moving around, and you were in a you know you're in a, a place to work. Without, yeah, sure. There's nothing going on here. Mm. And you arrive at work, you might see a couple of people, and that's it. And then pff, you go to your office, and you come in here, bam, that's it. Nope. So I'm going. You, you can why? effectively do your job without being seen by any uh, anyone else. I can do my that's job true. with no clothes on. Nobody yeah. would notice. Oh my god! Deal. No, not a deal. Let's no, no, no. Strip down, Mo. Nope. <laughs> I'd put a towel down on the on well, the chair. Somebody else has to use this. Okay. But you know what I'm saying? Not really. I think Sean would appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Russ, Russ stands, I think. What? Russ stands. He doesn't the have whole to use time. a chair. He, he stands. stands for four hours? Yeah, yeah. Five, Five hours. hours. Yeah. yeah, a lot of guys do that. Yeah. Jumps Dance. up and down. Actually. Yeah, they move Five around. They just feel more mm. natural just does standing. Does he have a stool or anything in case he gets tuckered out? He actually yeah, he's got does. got that round stool over there. There's that, a stool right there. It's like in the a corner. piano stool. That? It's like but, Victor Borga on the radio. It's a higher stool because... Nobody <laughs> got that. Yeah. No, yeah, well. It yeah. allows you to have a line of sight contact because I can't even see Jim. Yeah, he hides like behind a, that uh, monitor. It's like oh, a, I see. A yeah. stool for a pipe organ or something. I don't know. 
a little higher than a yeah, piano see. stool. Mm-mm. Yeah. Anyway. He but, stands for five hours? Sure. Yeah. yeah, and he sits on that stool. Yeah. Well, that's not standing. Does he perch on that thing or does he stand up? Yes. He's more upright mm. than we are. Okay. How about that Vera desk where you stand up, you know, you stand, so you do the show like this? Those are cool, aren't they? Expensive. I would have that if it didn't cost $400. Yeah. Okay, so you stand. Pretty nice, though. A couple people here have them. You can sit, you can stand. Yeah. Yeah, you raise it up and down, depending on what's what. It's good for you. You should stand. I'm standing. I don't like you standing. See? I know. I tried standing here once, and Jim's like, sit down. Sit down, Bob. I don't want people standing. Why? But now I can see you. Uh, yeah, that's all. It's for up. your diaphragm. Yeah. Stick it, your yeah. voice. Uh, sit down. Ah, okay, fine. <laughs> I have to sit down. Yes, sit down, please. He went through all the trouble of standing up. I know. I know. It's, it's exhausting. I'm exercise <laughs> for the day. <laughs> did it register on your Fitbit? Anything? Uh, Nothing. No. <laughs> I did join a gym, though. Did you really? I did. When did you do that? Uh, last week. Why? Because uh, it could. Yeah, we uh, we renewed our YMCA membership because uh, in January you can join without the joiner fee and for the whole family and my wife, you know. Oh, let's start playing racquetball again. Pinkman played racquetball over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, oh, really? yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do it till my shoulder gives out. That's yeah, why. That, that's all I need at my age. Uh, what is it? About ten years ago we were playing. Yeah, and, remember and the joy of hitting Mo all the time. Oh, right. that was the best. Siri, that that's not best. that is not the best. That anything. was the best. It depends on your vantage point, I <laughs> guess. Mo would give you that evil eye that's because sticker. he thought a ball was out of bounds that or whatever. Out. It was out. Frank said it was out too. Just saying. Ah, uh, Frank. Yeah. Yeah. What does he know? He was blind. <laughs> no, he was not blind. He was a good partner. And really I'm telling you, he just didn't want to be nagged by you. So uh, okay, whatever. No, whatever. he was very, very accommodating. She'd give you that evil eye. So okay, my sir. Bang! Right Ow! in the back. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, we. I had a big, a bruise the size of like a dinner plate or a saucer <laughs> back there. I, sorry, sorry. You weren't sorry. You were laughing. Sorry. No, you were smiling and laughing. I think you weren't sorry at all. There was no remorse. I was like, Jack, watch this. How? <laughs> yeah, see, you did it on purpose. Oh, About an 80 mile an hour. You <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> oof. Right in the kidney. Yeah. Oh. Even Frank would say, man, he really doesn't that like you. That is so not nice. He did say that. He told me that. <laughs> oh, God. Lame. Standing in the wrong place. See, it's all about standing. I'm sitting. I'm standing. I'm up. I'm down. Jim oh, said, "Sit down. Sit down." The great thing was, is look, I don't have a, I don't have a very good vertical leap. Well, I don't even, I can't do any of that anymore. <laughs> oh no! But Mo, I can't. I can't get the no. ball and go back and forth in a volley and just get the ball way high. Oh, so Mo would so have to shrimp. jump. Bounce. Remember I the bouncer? I can't jump. I don't know. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Did you oh. get it? He, he no. knew she wasn't coming off, coming off the off yeah. the court. If you no. hit the low, low on the front wall, it would bounce Boing. low in front of you, and then bounce real high over your head. And every time Mo would run up for it, it would just bounce right oh. over. Oh, it's so he, much fun to watch. Oh my! But you're trying to catch a butterfly with a net. Whoosh! I do miss the comedy of racquetball. <laughs> well, we could play again as long as I don't have to move. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Talking on the radio, not your thing. You can do this. You can do this. There's an easier way. It's called texting. 77031. Real Mobile. It's real easy. Real Mobile is powered by David Moss Chevrolet.
Phillips file for a Monday. Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, is with us, as he normally is every Monday. Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. Hello, counselor. He's uh, fighting back a migraine. Sinus headache. Man, yeah. Mm, could turn into a migraine. You get migraines? Yeah. Usually like sinus headaches. Once a year, usually yeah. I got one. Once or twice. Brought yeah. by weather for the... Weather for me, too. Mm-hmm. Usually big weather change coming, that's when it hits. Yep. Yeah. I'll feel for you. Yeah. But you still have to stay here. I know. I'm here. <laughs> I thought it was I- ironic, though, because you were talking about suits, and I was listening on the way in. And I'm dressed down right now. And you I thought are. That was, uh, I thought that was ironic that we're going to be talking about suits. You're right in my observation that uh, off-the-rack suits anymore, they just don't have the quality they used to, especially for the prices that they're asking. They just, I mean, but that's, just, that's, that's just terrible. That's everything. We're like a, a throwaway society, so nothing. there's not that many products that are designed to last. I mean, refrigerators and you know washers and dryers, they used to be built, and you had you know repair companies that really survived on it. Now the cost of repair outweighs the cost of buying another, of buying another one, mm-hmm. and something just doesn't mix there. I mean, like Coke bottles in the 50s, they used to be recycled 37 times. Mm. Now, you Disposable. Know, yeah, everything is. So I mean, suits are the same way; they're disposable. So what's it going to cost if I if I went the route of I got a hold of your tailor? And I said, look, I just need a, a suit, a regular suit. I'm not looking for anything special. What's it going to set me back a thousand? Just a ballpark, Stephen. All right. So hey, first you know, off, you know, you don't have to cuffs, no cuffs. By the way, if I get a suit made, I want cuffs. You're going to get pleats. Maybe a one pleat. One, one pleat. Maybe. I thought you told me that was out. Now, it's, yeah, me? one pleat. Yeah, now, now, there's Jim. a little bit of. Because I just got a suit with pleats and it has cuffs on it. Pleats are out unless you're like on the runway or like in a fashion show. And, and right now, like, what's kind of like a gentleman's quarterly yeah. might see some pants with a with a pleat. One but normally pleats. they're well, they're not. I live not my in. life like I'm on the runway, so I'm good. There. <laughs> the problem is the suit no that you would buy in the store is not the suit that's in GQ that's going to be in in like two years. Correct. Well, so I, no pleats. Mine comes yeah. from Goodwill. So. I you got a Goodwill to... suit. Yeah, actually, a different. Uh, sorry, Jim. I'll shut up. No, there's nothing wrong with a Goodwill suit. You could probably find a quality suit at Goodwill if you can, if it fits fairly well, and get it tailored. Go to Hung's or someplace and get it. Mm-hmm. So they're the best. Cost. I think they're the best. Cost of a suit to me is like this: it's cost of ownership or cost uh, of just, acquisition. We're not talking no, about it. I either. just want to get a suit. How much is a suit? Like so ballpark. Here, but let me go, no. with, let me explain my logic here. Let's not here. talk esoterically. Th- no, this prices. is not esoterically. I this think is migraine came back. No, this is practical. I'm a migraine. I'm seriously. Uh, I've never had one, but I could get one in about a minute. This is pra- <laughs> this is being a practical person. Right. And what it is, All right, Steve. is you spend a little bit more to get it, get a good one, and it will last you a lot longer. So instead of doing disposable suits, you know, you, you recycle every six yeah, months. I want the pants partially yeah. lined. You know, I want... Jim, call it 2000 because what he's no. saying is expensive. You, no, I don't think so. I no. think you can get a a inexpensive, you know, made-to-measure suit for a little bit less than 1000 Not as uh, great a material, but if you want, like, a... A, a worsted blend. Wool. If you want a natural canvas, you know, what with a suit... The inside of the suit canvas. is, yeah. The inside of the suit is called a canvas. The inside okay. of a jacket. I did not oh, 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 know, know that. That's I thought you were talking about the material canvas. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, look, no. Well, that's a different thing. It's Jim a got tent. a uh, no, suit a made t- out of a sail. It's a canvas. The canvas, yeah. the canvas is pants. The canvas is the skeleton of a suit, uh-huh. and if you get a good one, it's a floating canvas, and it's made of natural fabric, and it's stitched to the exterior fabric. Right, nothing so fancy. How All about right. just a like a? Well, no, that's what you want, because what happens is. 
most suits, the reason they're crappy isn't just the material. It's because they fuse that, that canvas and the material together. They use glue, basically. Yes. Oh. And if you're in Florida, what could you imagine wearing oh, a glue no. jacket? That's basically what the suits yeah. off the rack are. They're, they're glue jackets. And... And so they're a lot hotter, and then when, when it gets hot, or when they get dry oh, clean... They sew the sleeves on, don't they? They're not gluing the sleeves on. They're, they're gluing the sleeves they're on. They're gluing no, the they're, sleeves. They're you sewing the that. sleeves on. They're okay. sewing them on. Okay. But you got to connect the front and the back of the fabric together yeah, in a jacket. Gotcha. I understand. So it, it's, it's fused together with glue, and then what happens is the first time you dry clean it, yeah. well, the glue starts the material puckers. Mm. So your suit gets shot. Um, so if you get a, a made-to-measure suit, you want a floating canvas that's stitched yeah. in like the way they used to you don't do. Want it. A shot suit? No, you don't want a shot suit. What's so, I'd say I'd say like a, a you could probably get one for around twelve to fourteen hundred dollars. Oh, probably. I'm not going there. Oh, I'm come not. on. I well, well, then then you then you get it yeah, but off I, the rack. That, you know, Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, he's hmm. an attorney. He has to wear a suit. That's right, I do. Yeah, you know, I don't have to wear a suit. It'd be nice to have a suit. That's not happened. Cer- what? That's starting. Twelve hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I get, I get, I can understand that, but I don't need a suit that badly to spend that kind of money. But you don't but need to buy. I think the I'll top just go get a blazer. But here's the thing, though, don't right? You? So for me, I was buying suits every six months, literally, because I wear through them. And everybody should have one good suit, but I was wearing through them. So you know, once I stepped up and I got a couple decent suits, they they last forever. They last you for ten years. So you could buy a new suit every year or two, and it goes out of style. What, and you don't buy classic. Yeah, that was my father's uh, idea when it came to shoes so you always spend good money on good shoes they'll last you forever exactly you know you spend uh, you know do it inexpensively before you know you're spending more on replacing shoes than you would spend on good shoes absolutely but you can get one for less than a thousand there's no reason you can't get a made to measure for right around how long there. does it take i don't know like uh if you like truly made to measure probably six to ten weeks i would imagine oh i don't have time you don't for have that, that anyway Mm-mm. Well, listen, you could pay some real money and have somebody do it right a there on a rush. Shirt and some shorts, maybe, and some flip-flops. I don't think that's appropriate for what you're going to. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a celebration funeral. of life. Yeah. It's not a funeral. It's a, it's a celebration um, of life. Which I is like right. a funeral, what they call funerals nowadays. I don't think you're you can't even buy, buy, buy a pair of chinos anymore if you're a certain... You know, your body, you know that, well, you will if you don't already. Your body changes as you get older. Yeah. I mean, your waist. I mean, it does weird stuff. A man's body. I mean, just some weird things going on with your waist and your the, the muffin tops and the, the you know you go. So you want to buy, buy a pair of pants, probably with a little bit of higher rise. It's very hard to find a pair, just a pair of chinos. The what is that? Oh, the John death. Mahoney died from uh, from Frazier. The from dad Frazier. of Frazier. Oh, wow. That guy. Yeah. 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 From from say anything. Also, from uh, from Moonstruck, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I love that. Thank movie. you. I love he that died movie. from his suit. No, 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 no. I didn't know he was British born. Uh, I, th- I think anyway, a grand's a good target price. Just came out of the closet not too long ago. Is that right? Yeah, I don't recall that. Invest yeah, a thousand dollars. It'll last you forever. Get your one suit uh, that you can wear you for any occasion. Suit, and then you go to a wedding. You go to a funeral. You go to a business thing. Your you navy know? or your gray. I can't remember the last wedding I went to. It might have been Moe's. Yeah. Business thing? What business thing am I, I going to? I'm not going to any Maybe business Maybe they thing. give you an award or something. What are you even worried Wait, about a suit for? Yeah. Because it's a memorial service for my for my brother. Uh, that's and that's uh, you know, I so, said, well, maybe it'd be nice to wear a suit. I mean, I don't want to look like a schlepper. Well, just you go know, get... the people uh, you know showing up to uh, to celebrate my brother's uh, life, 
And I don't want to show up looking like, uh, well, yeah. look at this. Just go to a men's store with a good oh, tailor, the then. brother. Well, we know who got the good looks in that family. He's not standing up there now. And look what he's wearing. You know, I'd like to look. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to Why look. Why don't you go to a men's, wear, a like, men's like store? A decent men's store with a good tailor in-house. Just go do that. I think about going to, what's the one in Winter Park? Oh, Seagulls. John Craig. Is it John Craig? Yeah, no, Park Avenue. You're talking about seagulls. Or seagulls. Or seagulls. Went to high school with one of them. A couple of them. Mm-hmm. Where's There's John Craig? John Craig's on Park Avenue. So is seagulls. It's a little further down. Yeah. Okay. Seagulls I'm going to buy a suit the... from there soon. Seagulls? No, John Craig. Oh. I bought, I bought a jacket from seagulls. I, I went to Lake Mary. I, I mean, the kids all went through school at the same time as us. So Who? We're friends. Crane what? or seagull? Seagull. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do we just do like a who's yeah, our first yeah. routine? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what this happened. I got a pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. <laughs> like what the ping ponging back and forth? Crane. You know, Brooks, Brooks does. Uh, Brooks will do um, operating buttons, surgeon's cuffs. What? Mm. Who Brooks Brothers will do? I went to Brooks Brothers. You know, with all due respect to, to oh, Brooks. Here we go. You know, I'm not impressed with Brooks Brothers. None of what them happened? want eight hundred dollars for a suit. I want something a little bit better than what I'm seeing. That's that coming off the rack. I'm sorry, eight eight hundred fifty bucks for a suit. I'm looking for something a little bit better than what I the saw. Material with all due was chintzy. What was the material? It's, chintzy. Really? it's just Ooh. not. You know, it wasn't. I mean, my body's not. I don't have. I'm not. I'm not like Elephant Man. I you know <laughs> I can. I should be able. To, I understand that. I should be able to put on a suit without somebody. You know, without looking at it, said this thing would need major alterations. Would, you, bought, buy, would you buy a you suit? I just did it on if, Friday. I doubt it. If it was a celebrity. What? Like, let's say James Bond suit. Hell yeah. Oh, Someone just texted in. Uh, he sell, it's yeah. called Suits with a Story. Yeah. He uh, So he's, he collects suits worn on TV shows and movies. Right. I know this Designer guy. suits. And uh, has him at a huge discount. Yeah. He does. I think I played poker with him, and he had he Matthew McConaughey's suit yeah. from The Dark Tower. Well, that's fantastic. So he's got Sean Connery's suit. Sean Connery. How tall is Sean Connery? Well, I, yeah, probably no, six I threw out Sean well, Connery. And... Yeah. I bought two vintage jackets on Friday. Yeah. How about Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> and they fit perfectly. He's like your height. All right, enough. Let me take, oh let me take a break. I enough, am getting a mic. Enough about suits. One was 30 bucks, and the other was 50 and they fit perfect, and they were well-made. Do you look like uh, what the big bopper or something? I mean, is it? <laughs> Maybe I'll bring them up. They're my car. Shane, too. No, they're not that old. They're not seventy years old. It's the Philip File on Real Radio One Four Point One. Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, is our guest. Every Monday he uh, shows up. I was going to ask him about the uh, FISA court. But let's get to uh, Lana Del Rey. Oh, you were not, really? <laughs> oh, boy. The Lana Del Rey? Yeah. Oh. What about her? Oh, I mean, this is kind of a big story. We're the center of the world. Uh, another Florida headline. Um, but this is a... Ma- I think, Jack, you probably heard about this. Lana Del Rey was playing at Amway, yes. yeah, and the they, arrested, they arrested a guy yeah, for, the for stalking her and allegedly kidnapping her. Uh, a guy from Tampa. Yeah. He was a little bit of a crackpot when they interviewed him, too. He was like, sit here in voices and speaking gibberish and all this kind of stuff, Had right? a knife on him. Yeah, maybe yeah. he had an angel trumpet tea or something. A three-inch blade? Uh, that was scary. Stuff. I don't think <laughs> this was a unique experience for this guy. He had a long history, over, so 60, at, over 61 felony arrests, at least. Supposedly uh, was a ranging stat, from what to what? Ranging from everything. He spent six years, I guess, in... 
in prison mm. during his adult life. Yeah. Um, real background, real significant <clears throat> background there. But you know, he uh, and then of course he, he has appeared mental in health court. Issues, right? I well, mean, we don't know. I mean, it would seem that way yeah. for anybody looking on. But he appeared in court and he said he wanted to be his own lawyer, oh, which is a- never a good idea. Mm. And but you know, and then he gave kind Says of as a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Never. Yeah, totally biased here. Um, but, you know, the, the the craziest thing about it is he, he gave an explanation. I, have you seen kind of the background on this, the social media post or any of the threats that That's he allegedly made? I'm, I'm aware of the story and I'm aware that OPD, you know, this is how they got him. Yeah. So, you know, they arrested him for alleged or for attempted kidnapping yeah. and then for stalking. But th- it's kind of interesting because from what I can see, from what we can see, the only thing he did was make posts on his Facebook page, and they were a little off, but did they rise the level of, of threatening or stalking? I mean, he, he, he talked about, you know, they would be together. He, one of them was, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. In the afterlife or something, yeah, wasn't you there know, something the, like that? After tomorrow, I won't be on Facebook anymore. Um, when I walk into the arena or the show, everybody will know who I am. His posts, from That's... what I can see, he never communicated directly with her. Never texted her phone. Right. Just made Facebook posts, maybe post on her website. with what? Stalking and attempted kidnapping. Mm-hmm. This is one like, of those things they used to, all right, we're just going to segregate you for a while just to. I was wondering the same thing. Don't want to take any chances. Was this an arrest him and get him off the street so that nothing could go wrong kind of situation? I think, well, maybe. Maybe. Quite maybe possibly. Can- yeah, what I I'm, saw the mugshot. I'm absolutely convinced that you can tell by the way some people look. Like, lock them up. You got, you got to lock them up. What? You, you know, have you seen his mugshot? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, it. I Take saw a look at his mugshot too. and tell me that. Okay, you, we're just you're gonna have to come with us, sir. Yeah, I mean, and they I were. Mean, I say that with tongue in cheek, but at the same time, it's like, mm, well, they're trying to. That's his first appearance. It doesn't look too bad. No, there. see, I don't know what. I didn't. I didn't see a mugshot. I only saw that. That's the. But that's, that's an interesting. Yeah, photo. I mean, exactly. Um, what's What's wrong with saying I I love uh, you Lana know Del Rey? Well, and there may be things we don't know. I I'm mean, maybe maybe he did get a hold hold of her phone number, and maybe he was communicating with her directly. Maybe, maybe. maybe he had her personal email, or maybe he showed up at her property like David Letterman's stalker did. But they none of that's been released. Yeah. So the question is, can you stalk somebody essentially by making posts on social media? Interesting. And on their website that aren't necessarily, that are kind of just public, you know, in a public forum. I, I think you probably can. I just think that he's going to have some decent defenses there. Yeah, it's probably one of those, let's not take any chances here. But well, what's legally a, appropriate, of course. Well, you know, it probably fits under that criteria of stalking. I mean, you know, making the repeated statements. And then she said, apparently she said that she was in emotional distress which makes me wonder, did she know about it before it happened? Know. Yeah, well, then, yeah, something's mm-hmm. going on. She, or she was made aware of it. Well, and maybe I, she was made aware of it. It's like, we've, you know, we know where he is. We, we, we know who he is. And you don't have anything to worry. I don't know. Well, yeah, if it's one of those, like, hey, this. we arrested this guy for alleged or for attempted kidnapping and for stalking you, and here's all the statements he made, of course she's going to be in emotional distress then. What I'm wondering is, before the arrest, was she in emotional distress? Did she know about it? It's like a conspiracy to kidnap? Is there such a charge? This is a, there, there could be, but this is an attempted that's kidnapping. A, that would be a, that, that's, a, that's a stretch, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the judge th- thought so, and I think so, too. Oh, the judge did? Yeah, the judge did not like that charge at first appearance. 
Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I, I don't know if the judge threw it out or just issued a, um, didn't issue a bond on it, did an ROR or something well, like that. Well, maybe it's like, let's find all the charges we think we can throw it at them, and, you know, we'll see what sticks, uh, you know, against the wall. Well, this may have been one of those, like, let's just avoid something happening, a spectacle at this show. Right. Let's not do what happened to that uh, singer, Christina. Well, we had that case Grimmy. really down on Bumby, yeah. and then, yeah. you know, we've, we've the had some problems. Yeah. yeah, exactly, with crackpots in this town. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't know that that does anything in the long run. I mean, if this guy's, if he's going to be one of these celebrity stalkers, I mean, you, we've heard the same story over and over with whether it's Letterman had that lady that would constantly show up at his house. Ugh. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. No, thank you. I know. Anyway, um, I, I mean, I guess the good news is they averted a potential tragedy there, but he had a pocket knife. I mean, it was a three inch blade. I got one of those. I'm not on me, but I, I'll carry one every once in a while. You yeah, know, I take it feel to like you. going to the park to whittle. I think that's one of those things a gentleman should always have. <laughs> whittle? You're gonna let him get away with that? He's not going to the park to whittling. Whittling? Yeah, hey, hey, what's better than whittling? Take a little time to whittle. Oh yeah, I'd whittle. Your kid? I have whittled. Really? Who hasn't whittled? I haven't whittled. You that's never a, whittled? Never. A gentleman should always have a some type of knife on them. A knife for whittling? I mean, and, yeah, unless they're in an inappropriate knife, place. Just in case you want to whittle. You need to open up a box, you got your knife. Yeah, you want to sharpen a pencil, you don't have a pencil sharpener. You want to carve a staff, you got your knife. Oh, sure. Do a That's bit exactly of what mm-hmm. I think most people are doing, carving staff. Somebody brings a pumpkin in, so what are we going to do with there this? There you go. Oh, I'm ready. With Come the, on. Uh-huh. Really? There you go. And get your whetstone, make sure you Somebody keep it Somebody brings sharp. in a, a tray of brownies, anybody got a knife right uh, here? <laughs> That's right, you're the hero. Uh-huh. There you handkerchief go. Handkerchief too, same thing. Get Always should have a handkerchief. Get the crispy corner. Oh, the crispy corner. Always should have a handkerchief. What are you watching on TV? Anything? I was going to tell you. I uh... Here we go. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> what did I do? Uh, you're you're, you're going to do something. I can't tell. I feel so guilty. It's just, I'm I just wondering what you're watching. I'm watching. You're watching anything Jack? I've recommended? Yeah. Actually, I was going to watch the. Uh... I was going to. That means you didn't watch it. I didn't yet because no. I started on a different one. No. On the Marvelous Miss Maple, whatever Maisel. her name is. Maisel. Maisel. I think you'll like it. Yes. I think I will too, but Very, I watched. Kind of Jewy, but you'll like it. It's Jewy, but I like it. I like it already. <laughs> I I started watching Black Mirror. I've yeah, seen. I go. watched an episode of like that. Which one did I watch? No. Well, Mo, what was the episode? Oh, I watched Just the episode like with the uh, the watch. guy that was in Breaking Bad. You know, played Jesse? the like the Starfleet commander. Have uh, you seen that one? No, that's the newer ones. I I started it season one. Who, that's interesting. I haven't gotten that far The one yet. who uh, shot the kid. Oh, uh, the Matt Damon Todd. lookalike. Todd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd. The guy that's dating Kirsten Dunst. Todd, who was also yes. in the Fargo. movie The Post. Yes, Fargo yes, is Fargo. He's a lawyer in The Post. And his girlfriend's Kirsten Dunst, which seems like a weird combination. Correct. Because he's kind of frumpy. Mm-hmm. He's all over not... the place. Mm-hmm. I don't know who he is, but I mean, he's been in a lot of he things is? lately. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He gained a little weight for his role in Fargo, maybe. Mm-hmm. He's still... Yeah, a little... Thick. Yeah. yeah, I saw the first two episodes. I saw the the, the first piggy one, and then I saw yeah. the uh, second. What did I spoil something? No, I've seen no, the, no, no, I've you're seen fine. the piggy one. And what, yeah, and what's then the I second saw, one you watch? I saw the ep- the second episode, the one where the guy's pedaling the bike. Yeah, I want to get your theories on that later. He's the guy from Get Out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you doing your Oscar list of movies yet? Oh no, Are Oscar do Palooza. Mm. I, I'm not sure. I got Dunkirk. Sitting on my <gasps> table, ready to watch. Have you done that? Have you seen that? Yet? I've seen Dunkirk. You don't look impressed. He liked the other one better. I with wasn't. Uh, I wasn't. I had higher expectations. It's a nice. It's a good movie. Darkest mm-hmm. Hour better. 
I love The Darkest Hour. I I thought Oldman was so yes. Hold on, was Winston Churchill's a conservative? I think was was he smart or was he not smart? Who? Uh, Winston Churchill. I heard something about Jimmy Kimmel earlier. What? What about Jimmy Kimmel? Oh, you were talking about Jimmy Kimmel with uh, with talking about late night hosts. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what is it? Conservatives they and well, you got a sense of humor. You got to be funny. Mm-hmm. Very few conservatives are funny. He had a pretty Some good wit about it. Have a turn of a phrase, but I mean, funny? Were you laughing? Yeah, I don't think Churchill was ever a funny out loud, but uh, well, pretty I mean, witty I mean guy. American conservatives, American conservatives, for the most part, are not very, are just not funny. They might have a turn of a phrase, or they. I tell you, they're just not one of those where I go, "Geez, I wish that guy was on late night." Reagan had a decent sense of humor. Can you I got, think of anybody? I came into a letter from Reagan, right? Um, that he signed, and it was it, what was cool about it was um, it was just some you know perfunctory letter. Here's a copy of my inaugural address. On the bottom, it said, um, "P.S. I, I think I've been burned six or seven times in effigy since my inauguration," which I thought was who's a conservative comedian? I, Dennis Miller. That's the only one we could think of. Yeah, and Miller was. I think Miller probably more libertarian than yeah, anything I think he else. Yeah, a lot of I libertarians. Think, I think he made a career choice. I think he said, "Okay, the country's going more conservative. I'm going to buy into that. I'm changing my routine a little bit." Then all of a sudden, he's on with O'Reilly on Fox, and uh, but nobody's talking about Dennis Miller anymore. You don't. You don't think he authentically felt that way? Like it might have been kind of persona-ish. I'm just saying, I don't think conservatives, by and large, uh, are very funny any more than, and they say the same things about uh, there aren't enough conservatives in academia. There aren't enough conservatives in in uh, when it comes to being actors and actors. I think part of that is because people have become actors and actors. Number one, they take on a lot of different roles brought on by many different experiences, and I think, by and large, conservatives are just not built that way. I think conservatives, by and large, generally speaking, live within, a, operate within a particular box, and they never step out of it, and they don't have a lot of experiences that would lead one to become an actor or an actress, I think generally I would, speaking. I think I would distinguish between the idea of conservative or liberal versus authoritarian tendencies and personality, and I would argue instead that um, kind of, you know, there's that notion that there's left wing and right wing at certain extremes bend around and intersect. And I think I would argue that. What are you uh, talking about? What, what is he, what are you saying? I don't know where he's that, going with this. I kind of lost I have him, no clues in the weeds again. No, but th- that when you've got people that are on the extreme either way, there, there could be tendencies, meaning that totalitarian communism has a lot in common with, you know, Nazi fascism. There's a lot of similarity between Stalin and Hitler and the way they ran their countries. I'm just talking about actors and actresses. I think they're in environments which, where, where just because of the environment that, that they're in is more liberal than other things that, that conservatives are drawn to. Certainly there are actors and actresses who are conservative. We know that. But by and large... They're liberal, and they're liberal because of their experiences with their craft. And I think the same thing goes with, with comedians. They, they have to go into so many different areas to pick and draw and to work up material. They're forced into a more liberal environment than a conservative. Yeah, I, I, like I said, What's I think— What's funny about being a conservative? There's nothing funny about being a conservative. 
I think what really what it's about is being an ideologue. I think you'll find the same thing on either extreme of the political spectrum, that once you get pretty far out in the extreme, the sense of humor gets lost. Like communists, you know, Soviet Union, 1920s, not a really funny place. You know, Germany. Right, forget, forget the far left and forget the far right. Let's just go right down the middle. middle and just a little bit to the right and a little bit to the left. By and large, most actors and actors are to the left yes, than they absolutely. are to the right. The same thing with comedians. Yes, Absolutely. I agree. Our, our Comedians left. draw for more for more stuff and more stuff is is essentially find, more liberal. You find a lot of libertarians in that mix though too. I mean like Vince Vaughn's I mean pretty well known to be, you know, have a lot of libertarian tendencies. He's a funny uh, guy. Mm. I know what you're saying. I'm with you on that. I'm just I think libertarians get thrown People are drawn too. to theater. People are drawn to entertainment. By and large, are more liberal. Yeah, and a little artistic too. Because you they're have willing to. to say because they're willing to say to themselves, I'm, "I'll try anything. I'll do anything. I'll take this role. I'll take that role. I'm interested in this. I'm interested in stretching my own character and personality. If I even if I have to take on the character and personality of someone who's fictional. There's or, always the exceptions. I mean, you get your John Waynes or your Bruce Willis's or your Schwarzeneggers, but you know that's you're, it's true. Yeah, I know. What? No, I'm. I I know it's true. I know I'm right. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, well, good. Yeah, I'll just. What? What? No, I just think that's. I think that's the. I I just think that's the. I, it's it's a profession where people of a more liberal mindset are drawn to. Well, absolutely. I mean, you've got any anytime you're in you art. There's a lot of that. about law enforcement. People are, who are more of a conservative mindset are drawn to law enforcement than uh, than w ones with a, a a liberal mindset. I think that was part of the theme of uh, Mindhunter, right? Which one was that? The, the, the guy, the, the serial, serial killers. Killers. Yeah, that they're all squares. That's what, you know, it goes on the college campus and everybody's... Michael Blanky was a square. Michael oh, Blanky was an FBI agent. Dear. He was a special agent with the FBI, and he was a square, too. He had the buzz cut, had a thirty-eight snub nose, Smith & Wesson. You never heard about Michael Blanky? Oh, that's no, a good story. I was going to let you go on about him. As as Mo was moaning about him, mm. I was uh I haven't got to hear the He's really good stories. He's one of those stories. guys. He was very proud of being with the FBI, but he never. But his real dream was to be a farmer. Was he a square? Of course, he's an FBI agent. There's got to no. There's exceptions there. There's got to be. Not exceptions. when my uncle Blanky was an FBI agent. Yeah. If you didn't fit the mold, you weren't getting the job, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. This is the forties, fifties, and 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 part of the sixties. All FBI agents were square. You I, had to be because J. Edgar Hoover mandated that you be square. Maybe it's my artistic side. I or just, a cross-dresser. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I always want to fight against generalizers. So maybe oh, maybe that's why I'm saying that. Thank you, Stephen Kramer, attorney of law. It's always fun. Take hey, care of your you sinus too. headache. Don't let that turn into a migraine. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A man used $1 million he won to finally visit the doctor. He got a terminal cancer diagnosis and died weeks later. Wow, this is actually just like the Alanis Morissette song. Next, Amazon has pulled hair dryers off their site because one woman discovered they shoot fire. Is she sure she didn't accidentally order an Elon Musk flamethrower? Finally, a teen was suspended from school after her anti-bullying video hurt the principal's feelings. Boy, that must be one soft principal. Little baby gonna cry. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app and transmission. That's right, and just like I mentioned earlier, that app makes it easy for you to take us with you and all of Real Radio wherever you go. In addition to that, you get to listen to all your favorite music anytime, anywhere as well. It's super easy to do. 
All you have to do is go to the App Store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app now. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You are listening to The Phillips File, where horrible news is reported horribly. Real Radio! the original or just the cover what is this you know something uh something which i didn't know doesn't sound right you're right it's <laughs> the mtv unplugged version oh, okay oh it's so, a little whiny yeah, yeah. <laughs> whiny it is. No, it's just, <laughs> it's the studio version though now it yeah the vocals are the same yes uh jack jack yes. it was pinkman one no yes who picked it oh, up oh no 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 i did jack. but i accidentally grabbed the unplugged this version of it yeah. Yeah. I got a couple of minutes. So you played uh, racquetball over the weekend. Is your body Pink aching? Uh, no, I am in top physical top condition, shit. sir. <laughs> no. No. No, Wait till not. tomorrow. Silly. <laughs> silly is what it is. How'd you do? I Have you won. ever played before? Yes. I used to play uh, when I went to UCF because they have good racquetball courts in right. the gym. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I kicked ass. I am a winner. So, what was the loser, like five years old or something? <laughs> um, no, she's older than me. Thank you very much. Wait, is it your fiance? No, we're not engaged. Oh, you play with your... Oh, that didn't sound right. You played against your girlfriend? Yes. Did she say, let's go play some racquetball? She did. Or did you say, because... Really? No, she suggested it and then lost hard. So, she let right. you win a couple of games? Um, How dare you? <laughs> I, I am a champion racquetballer. Mm-hmm. As evidenced in my winning abilities. Okay, just checking. You you have no aches and pains at all. No. He's he's only. Were you really playing racquetball or you were playing pickleball or something? No racquetball. Isn't pickleball? 
How, it's how like, do you play pickleball? Pickleball is like tennis, but on a mini court. And, oh, no, it wasn't. And you that. use a, I don't know if you use a wiffle ball or a nerf ball. You use ball a weird or, ball and a, and a tennis racket that's the size of. For old people. Uh, I don't know about that. Well, they play Are you it kidding at, me? Uh, I think the they play it at the resort. villages. They do. Mm-hmm. And down in pickleball. Uh, it's, very, yeah, it's very big with the, with the old folks. Even bigger than lawn bowling. Does anyone play that anymore? They used to play in Mount Dora, and then they used to play down at. Oh, uh, that's what the well, uh, high, elderly, not elderly, well, high rises for the, yeah, the yeah, down in that area, uh-huh. off Orange Avenue. I don't think they do that anymore either. I've never seen anyone do that before. Mm-hmm. Seems like a lot of setup. Really? For lawn bowling? Yeah, you got to put all the pins back up. I thought it was outlawed. No lawn bowling. No, that's lawn darts. Oh, lawn no, darts. Lawn bo- yeah. No, lawn bowling is like is like bocce. Well, is no, it bocce? No, lawn bowling with pins. Lawn bowling is is yes. You you roll the ball to to bowling pins. No, there are no pins. <laughs> well, yeah, bowling. You mean with like the tiny metal ball and stuff like that? No, I'm not no, talking about bocce. the French. No, that's what, what was, was that? Sorry, seagulls or or what at a time. Uh, John Crane or Seagulls? No, I remember because we were going to go join all those French dudes and play at that one time. Yeah, they play up at uh, Seminole. Bocce. No. No, It's not bocce. It's like bocce, but it's not bocce. I can't remember what they call it. It looks like something you could really get into. Are the balls the same size as bocce balls? I think they're similar in size. The red and green? Uh, Patonk. Patonk. That's That's it. Patonk. What'd you type in to get that? Uh, French ball game. (laughs) <laughs> there you it go worked. we still ought to try it uh-huh. i think Patonk. we should now click on images and turn off safe search all right nope. let's play some uh ppt <laughs> some person place or thing yeah patonk yeah, sounds like what they call your booty in some neighborhoods in paris i don't know look at her patonk <laughs> mm. yeah. it sounds like it's something that Right, here we go. What is the prize for person, place, or thing? I got the wrong sheet. It's a oh, pair of tickets to what? see Dan Rather at the Hard Rock Live oh, on March seventeenth. You can go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. There we go. Let's get it underway. Marcus, you're first up. Marcus, pick a person, a place, or a thing. Uh, person. Let's go with the person. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Who is this person? This person found independence as a youngster via interest in music, reading, and history. Independence being the key word. This person found independence as a youngster via interest in music, reading, and history. Um, mm-hmm. George Washington. George Washington. That's your final answer. Like that. No, sorry. Moving right along. Here's Mark. Clue number two. Mark, after failing to get into West Point due to poor eyesight, he enlisted in the National Guard by memorizing the eye chart. It's not John Bonjo. Let me check. Come on. That's your final answer. Yeah. All right. No, it's not Bonjo. Bon Jovi. Cindy, uh-huh. clue number three. His <laughs> bio can be found on the website whitehouse.gov. Really? Cindy. Cindy. She's oh. typing. Cindy. I'm here. Are you yes. typing? Are you searching? Whitehouse.gov. Um. His bio can be found on the website whitehouse.gov. Let's say uh, uh, Franklin. Franklin. That's your final and answer. Franklin Roosevelt. 
Ben no. Franklin? Who no, Franklin? No, Franklin the turtle. Franklin yes. the turtle. Oh, I love him. Hey, is I, he's it... always whiny. He was. Oop. Yeah. Uh, Mom, I don't want to go to school. Yes, Mo, you're correct. Uh -huh. Real Mobile got a real kick out of Moira calling someone else whiny, though. <laughs> oh, well, that voice was <laughs> Very whiny. good, Mo. Uh-huh. Right, here we go, Travis. Clue number four. After ascending to the presidency, he dropped a bomb by not saying a veep. By not having a veep until he... Hold on a minute. That's Ayo. confusing, Pop. <laughs> Try again. Clue <laughs> okay, and go. I just snorted. <laughs> go. Can I get a free guess before I get to <laughs> Sure. Give me uh, a... Jefferson? No, I'm going to no, give you this You clue. better wait okay. for the clue. After, okay, asc the clue. after ascending to the presidency, he dropped a bomb by not having a veep until his second term. Is that true? Mm. Uh, mm. Uh, sounds so familiar. It's, um... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, what? Come on. Come on, give it a shot. It was one of the presidents. You only have 40. What are you doing? Four to choose. Just because it's on WhiteHouse.gov doesn't mean anything. You said ascending to the presidency. Oh, sorry. You just said. <laughs> I didn't say what. No, ascending to but the presidency. But he pres dropped a bomb. Oh, that's a good one. Much like this program does every day. Oh, boy. Yo. He dropped um, a bomb. Come on. Oh, oh uh, Truman. That's a bomb. Yeah, there you go, Truman. You got it, baby. Yeah, you got it. It's the Daz Band, or whatever it's called. <clears throat> clue number five. Here's the show me clue. Oh, I get it, Missouri. Number 33 was true to his word by desegregating the U.S. Armed Forces. Harry S. Truman. Mm -hmm. The, the buck, buck stops here. Right. That's right. <laughs> the Gap Band. Oh, the Gap Band. That was a Daz Band. Yep. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> He gets Dan Rather tickets. That's no. That's uh, that's not, a good prize. Rather was tweeting a storm last night. It's not an insignificant uh, about the, the Super Bowl the game. Really? Yeah, yeah, all over the place. Mm. Was he talking about football or something else? Does anybody was talking do about football? Oh, okay. Anything without a device in their hand nowadays? Yeah, I yeah. do something without a device in my hand. <laughs> well, you could call it a device. Okay. Oh boy. Well, mm. I mean. Yeah. If you have a name for it. Excuse me, I got I got a tweet about this. <laughs> oh, my. It doesn't break your concentration when you have to tweet at, at, at the same time? Sometimes it helps. It extends the experience. Oh, I see. Experience. Well, maybe. Mm -hmm. mm. <laughs> That's it. We're out of here. Thank you, Stephen Oh, my Kramer. God. Thank you, uh, Doug, for Monday Movie Review. Thank you very much. Tomorrow, Tuesday edition of The Phillips File, among other things. Um, Fritz on the Street tomorrow. Woohoo! Underway tomorrow. That's at six, but we start at three. Right after Shawnee's the news junkie with Sabrina Seeley, and they follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next tonight. Eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wander aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye bye and take care. Today, we gave away some Speed Weeks tickets, and Speed Weeks 2018 kicks off the NASCAR season. Seven